Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listen to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back. Look who's here. Guess who's Bazak? They found me. Uh, welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. Show them your shoes, Kamar. It's fucking Jordan Fiend over here. Those are the worst Jordans I've ever seen. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Good to see you. And Simon. It's good to see you, Kamar. Great to see you, Kamar. Glad you're back, pal. Hi, everybody. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And uh, then we're going to talk about the guests, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. It's a podcast about a podcast. We don't treat each other well. Go fuck yourself. There you go. Um, hey, buddy. Come on, how's your week? I uh, had a good week, you know, just working, working away like a slave for the man. Uh, funny thing. Like though, a slave, except you're being paid. I know I got to get out there. Yeah, that was uh, poor choice of words. <laughs> this big black guy came up to me the other day. And Racist. Walked past you on the line and said, come on, life is war. And then just walked off. So I realized I've got to get out of there. <laughs> Yeah. That's cool, man. I'm going to use that. Just walk up to people on the street. Life is war. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a real think piece. Yeah. But other than that, just been working, flexing my J's, you know. Flexing my J's. Simon, how's your week? <laughs> my week was all right, Maddie. It just occurred to me that um, he's so easily... So- Kamar, I'm talking about... Chico! Chico! Um, he, is- he doesn't like the way you're about to talk about Dude, me. this is fucked. Come here. He doesn't like the way I'm about to talk about you. It's true. Okay, well, I won't say it then, Chico. You happy? This prick's adding editing to my life. Chico, I'm fucking hey. dead serious. Come yeah. here, bud. Enough. Come on. Um, what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted by the fourth member of this podcast, uh, Kamar is easily swayed by a um, consumerism. Well, I was swept up by the last dance, as I alluded. Just like you were swept up by Hotep Jesus for a $100 novel. Same family. Hold on, hold on. I'll give the guy a break. Like, out of all the things... If he was really swept up, he would have. He'd be like in debt right now. He bought a pair of Jordans and a hundred dollar book in the last year. Step in there, buddy. I'm not. I'm not worth the jersey. <laughs> you bought a jersey. No, Tell him. I'm not worth the jersey yet, but I might. What What other expenditure are you referring to? No, just you. Oh. You are in debt. He's making in, I, it I, seem I, I like you're debt. flush with money as you buy these Jordans. That is the irony, I think. But like I said, they were on sale. He's probably also hiding a Michael Jordan win at anything tramp stamp tattoo that he's just too afraid to tell us about. And I'm wearing my Hanes underneath, obviously. <laughs> Simon, uh, how was your week? Yeah, I mean, my week was good. It's, they're all the same, man. I don't even know what day it is anymore. It's all blending into one giant mess. 
But it really is like the purge out there, man. Every time I turn on the TV, it's like not out here. Well, it's really down, like the down there, down out there, there. Not yes, not out. Wow. my door. Except shit is going on in Toronto too, because that lady got thrown off the balcony, and they're having all sorts of violent. What do you mean? Allegedly? No, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but yeah, she Hold definitely on, got Simon. thrown off a balcony. Keep in mind, they keep saying the man accused of killing George Floyd. So. <laughs> And Kamara's mm-hmm. right in using the. Oh, I see what I see. Going what, off I right see what now, you're man. saying. Maybe she jumped. That's what you're saying. They're they're this one in Toronto. They're investigating as a murder. It was a cop who apparently threw her off a balcony. Maybe it was chair girl. Chair girl. Chair. In any event, it does not sound good. What the fuck is chair girl? You remember the girl in Toronto that threw the fucking chair off the balcony oh, like I forty d- stories I up? I do remember. And then yeah. was in a Drake video, and they had to edit Didn't her out. Didn't she have to go to jail? I doubt it. I thought she got in really big trouble for that. She did, but then I think she got bailed out by social media. Sounds about right. Just goes to show you. Um, all right. Yeah. How's your week, Maddie? Oh, I think it was a very tough week for a lot of people. Um, I don't know. Like you said, it's it's tough watching the world burn. It's burning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we spoke Friday. You know, for those that aren't on the Patreon and... Get on the Patreon. Why aren't you? No, I don't care if you are or aren't. Um, we spoke briefly about it on Friday when we recorded. Um, I don't know. And things have escalated so much since then. Yeah, this is, there's oh, a lot of layers sure. to unpack at this sure. point. And the problem now is, you know, the it, all the theories come out. Like, it, it starts to lose its... Um, well, forget the theories. The I validity, mean, you know? I don't know if you guys saw the NYPD run over like 50 people yesterday. Slowly. over? Slowly? You saw it? Well, they, were, they, they weren't Charlotte's filling, but you know, I mean, the, the shit's gone. I've seen some crazy stuff. Uh, did you guys see the, I'm sure you've seen this, it's the video of the guy with the black umbrella all dressed in black in front of the auto zone, and he's just walking up, he's got a little tiny ballpoint hammer, and just so calmly just tuck, tuck. Tuck breaking every window of the thing, and then somebody runs up and like, what? What the fuck are you doing? And he just walks away around the corner, back into his car, and takes off. So if you don't think that shit is going on, uh, and this I is said not at all um, taking away from the actual, you know, people standing up for what they believe in, but there are fucking piles of bricks out there on the street. I don't know if you saw that footage. Oh, okay, so you're suggesting that there are maybe powers that be. That are taking advantage of this situation to get people to fight like they always do, man. This is like fucking textbook. I mean, That's I don't know really if it really makes shit convoluted. I don't know if you saw it, but during this pandemic, uh, the billionaires of the world have made an additional $434 billion. Dude, this is what we've been fucking yelling about for the last two months. From is the mountaintops. Why is Walmart open? Why is Amazon winning? Like, well, the best is this girl, this girl tweeted because that was a. Like a Twitter headline, like U.S. billionaires have made four, and this girl commented, "Oh, that's the looting everyone's talking about." That's a real looting. It's just a different kind of looting. <clears throat> I mean, it's fucking. Listen, the states is very close to a, a tipping point. Oh no, for sure. But I've seen some really, you I know, tipped. in this whole thing, you see some really like um, goodness. Listen, and I know it's hard to find in the whole thing, but like, did you see the the footage of that? It, he, the guy must be like 300 pounds, all muscle, this huge black guy. And he's standing in front of, I guess, like the door to Target or somewhere like that. And there are people trying to go in. He's just like, nope, 
beat it. Nope, beat it. They're like dudes arguing with him. He's just like, nope, you're not going in there, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, if you saw what happened in L.A. yesterday, they went, they went right to Fairfax and they looted Supreme, Huff, Kay, round two. I'd rather see that. I'd rather see them go and loot the people who are they're angry at than destroy their own neighborhoods. You well, know? a target is not their own neighborhood. Like the target might be in their neighborhood, but I don't think they look at it as like a member of their fucking. But but it is. It's a place that gives people jobs, that like pays business associations and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I get it. It's a mass corporation, but like head down to fucking um, Simon, Melrose. My, my, you know? my point to you was that Okay, so like Sean Wertherspoon, for example, he's just a dude who started a shop. It's a vintage shop. So he spends all his weekends at the swap meet in L.A. buying up vintage shit and selling it at his store. And like, again, I don't think that guy's part of the problem. Well, of course not. My point, though, is what you were saying the other day. You were like, well, these people are out here looting and rioting. And I was like, well, I understand their anger. But I mean, when it, when it starts turning into everyone just wanting to steal Jordans... That's not that we're not fighting the of, good fight here. Of course, yeah. especially when good people are paying point. money for Jordans. But I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not sitting here. There are shitty people out there that are in this fucking thing right now. I get that, but there are a lot of people that are just angry at the situation and they have nothing. Totally, they have no other way of expressing it. So totally, and and the people in the media and they're just trying to make them more angry. Like it's not. Uh, oh, you saw Killer Mike yesterday. That, what an amazing speech, man. Oh. What a fucking amazing speech. You know what bothered me? The only thing that bothered me about that speech, and it wasn't on Killer Mike's end at all. It was whoever was running the news van, whoever was in the fucking, the van. It said Killer Mike activist. Yeah, that was weird, eh? If you want to say activist, that's fine, because he is that, but he is also very much a rapper. Well, And he's a rapper first, whatever. and an activist second. Sure, but my point is, is I, I feel like it does more for the community to put up rapper activists, to let, not even for the community, but to let people who don't know that rap has positive, you know what I mean? Like, let shitty white people know, like, hey, this guy raps. So just because you think that everyone who raps is rapping about money and clothes, like, this guy's out there trying to fight the good fight. But yeah, Mike, that was tough to watch for sure. Like seeing him come out there in tears and... Well, because, I don't know, I mean, the feeling I got from the whole thing was that he wanted to go out there and tell them to let it burn. But he has this social responsibility where... Well, he started by saying, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Well, I wasn't even going to be here. I have no desire to talk to you people. I'm, I'm, I'm at my wits end with this shit. There's no, you know... But burning isn't the way, right? No. I mean, listen, you know... It is not. We said it isn't, but Kamar, you and I both spoke about, like... MLK spoke about non-violent protest, and a white man shot him. But, I mean, the thing has got to be more of, like, a financial protest. Whether it be stop paying taxes, or like... We can't... So they'll just lock all of them up. That's what they want anyway. Listen, don't get all fucking crazy on me here, though. I just... This should be a, a cop brutality thing, not a white-black thing. You know what I mean? It's the people we should be angry at are uh, the establishment of uh, power. Like, listen, l white people do get killed by cops. Poor yeah. white people, right? Like that happens. The the cops are the bad guys here. Okay, but the amount or of that cop is the bad guy here. Okay, but the amount of poor white people that get killed by cops. Like, listen, just because you get killed by a cop too doesn't mean you weren't in the fucking wrong. Let's keep that in mind. There are people that get shot by cops all the time that have a gun, that have a knife, that are approaching. Now, keep in mind, I think there's a lot of times when you're given a bat, mace, a taser, that you could go with a non-lethal option. That's just me. Um, I'm not saying that every cop shooting is uh, 
unjustified, Simon, but I'm just saying it's, we've seen it a million times where a white person kills 23 people and they get quietly escorted out in cuffs and a black guy writes a $10 check that bounces and he dies on the street on video. So you can sit here and say it's not a white black matter. I definitely think it is. And I definitely think the police in the U.S. have an underlying racist I didn't say it wasn't a white and black matter. I said it shouldn't be a white and black matter. This should be everybody just enraged that this guy in power, no matter who it was, but I no think matter it, what color the person yeah. was underneath that knee, sure. that's the part that like we should, everybody should be enraged about, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, whatever. You know? But Simon, most people are enraged. The only problem is the people that seem, the, 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 the group of people that are the least enraged are the whites. Half oh, of the, I don't know. All these riots. Hold on, are hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not what you missed my point. I get it. Fifty percent of white people are out there, obviously super pissed. But come on, you have to realize Donald Trump just didn't get voted in by people like me. And let's get on that for a second, just before we start this actual podcast. I know you're going to be silent on this. That guy is a piece of fucking garbage. What when the when the looting starts, the shooting starts? Oh well. Aside from that, listen. Just the I fact. I don't think that's anything. You don't think that's anything? A president coming out saying, th- you guys loot, we're going to start shooting? I think... Did, it, he address, did he address that a black man was killed by a cop? I, I think that's where he's getting a failing grade, is um, trying to say something that is calming people down. Yeah, but that's because he can't... Listen, if you can't... He's a racist. And if he can't, he can't muster up even fake um, caring right now, which is like, get rid of this fucking clown. We'll see. We'll see. I'm telling you, he gets reelected and they will burn the fucking country. They better burn the country to the ground. I don't know what Joe Biden would do. Do you think that that him being on Charlemagne before this, like, that's a huge coincidence, right? Who, Joe Biden? Yeah. Of course it is. He went on and, yeah, of course. Maybe it isn't, but. What do you think? Hold on. Why is it it not a coincidence? Just out of curiosity. I just, I mean, it could be not a coincidence. This could be, you know. What did I, Sam Tripoli have to say about it? I don't know. I, I didn't listen to what Sam Tripoli had to say about it, actually. Fair enough. <coughs> uh, I guess we should actually do the podcast we're here yeah, to do. let's do that. Um, all right. Well, I guess, Kamari, uh, you want to run down the guests? Thanks for asking, Brother Matt. Uh, this I thought this was a pretty interesting week. Uh, we started off the week 1480, back from the dead, Kevin Hart. Never thought he'd walk again. Then we had, I say, arguably one of the most powerful men in... American comedy, Adam Eagett, 1481. <laughs> then we had an MMA with Justin Gaethje. Well, we don't do the MMAs, so. I'm just saying what happened yeah, yeah. this week. Fair and enough. then uh, 1482, we had the ultimate survivor, Jordan Jonas. And we finished off the week with a little promotional kick from Joe with uh, 1483, Jesus Trejo. His name was Jonah Jonas? No. Jordan Jonas. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say too, when that thing popped up, I was like, there's no way he has a Jonas brother on right now. I was oh. like, that's impossible. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Spotify has gone Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that's the first That's guess. when I officially quit this podcast, by the way, guys. When a Jonas brother yeah. goes on? That's when I've had enough. He what might if, have some crazy stories. I was just going to say, what if a Jonas brother was on Epstein Island and had and was willing to talk about it? <laughs> then I'm back on the podcast. Everything changes. All right. Sign me up. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll rate the week. We'll start with Kamar since uh, he's been gone the longest. I uh, I gave the week a uh, three and a half. Okay, Simon. I give the week a three point six five. 
And if you uh, don't like that, it's too bad. I actually don't care. Three point six. I didn't mean you. I meant listeners. Three point six. You give it a three, Kamar. Three and a half. A three and a half. Okay, I give it a two. Are um, we surprised? Stingy yeah. old Matt Floyd. No, no, no. It's uh, stingy old Matt Floyd. I got to be honest. I just didn't crotchety. Sure. No, I, I didn't hate the week. I have nothing bad to say about any of the guests. I just did not love the week. I didn't find it that enthralling. I didn't. I don't know. It's not your fault. Let me also say this. The Kevin Hart episode, if Kevin Hart sits down one day later, it's a totally different conversation. I wonder. It has to be. It's happening that day, I guess, eh? It, he, I mean, it could. for all we know, it could have happened while they were sitting in studio. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just ah. think it would have been a, a different, much heavier, much, much heavier podcast. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, it didn't happen. Uh, when that was on, so we did have the podcast we got. That's true, which was much more uplifting. Simon? It, it was a, it, I thought I was going to hate it because I hated the last time he was on. You want to just give us the number too? Kevin uh, Hart, real yeah, quick? Yeah, sorry, 1480. Thanks. Kevin Hart. Um, um, when you said Simon, I thought you were looking for my opinion. I was, but then I, wow. Uh, just by the by, two and a half in a rating system out of five is... Right in the middle. That's not to you. I'm just for the point of discussion. Okay. So when I give it a 2.5, it's... it's an, You're not condemning it. I'm not condemning it, but I certainly didn't love it. And if I give it a 2, then that's lower than... We're starting to go in a ...middle area. ground. Just and like, I'm just... I, I, I just don't think you're going to get a lot of um, ones out of me. You know what I mean? Even if I hated it, I still respected the fact that people were on there. And the content is the content. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I've been trying for the last five years to be a more positive human being. No, no, that wasn't to you, Matt. That was somebody had a problem with my rating system. I'm addressing it. Oh, your rating wow. system sucks. No, my rating so system is fucking amazing. No, your rating system is definitely okay. shit. You guys, listen, first of all, I'm dealing with points, decimal points, okay? That brings a whole new... Um, yeah, you're doing something you shouldn't. Something I shouldn't. Really? Uh, you're allowed to score how you we want. We all there, so. just made the rules up, so it's not the fucking matrix. Anyways, um, I didn't like the last time he was on. Yeah, I found his uh, positivity to be uh, nauseating and uh, noxious to my sensibilities. But maybe that's because I'm such an asshole, and now that I'm, you know, actually trying to do something positive for myself, he was less. Uh, it was also released on a Saturday on already a busy week. Kevin Hart was not released on a Saturday. The the first last time, time around. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. It was like gotcha, a surprise. Yes. yes, you are absolutely correct. But no, I found last time he was just, he seemed more human this time. Well, he had things popping off all over the place. He started a supplement company, like, blah, blah, this and that. And he was, <clears throat> he's been humbled. Well, Simon, do you also had think? Had he been in the accident the last time he was no, on? No, of course not. That's the difference. No, I also think. I think maybe in such a shit time too, you were more you were more into hearing someone really spit positive, as opposed to like, you know, now's the kind of time where maybe we needed some positivity. I mean, I'd like to agree with you, but no, I know I, you're not gonna. I was gonna get ready to like, I was more than ready to hate him. Oh, I know. I mean, this time you're missing my point. Is you might have been ready to hate him, but this time the positivity had an effect on you whereas mm-hmm. last time you were like i don't really need this right now on a saturday this guy's fucking positive attitude from a hundred millionaire possibly possibly i think that 
maybe because of the accident, he was just way more grounded this time. It was way less... Like, last time he was spitting all the positivity, but from a billionaire. That's hard to take, you know what I mean? This time I forgot he was a billionaire, maybe because he had been so humbled by the car crash. It's like the same people, the same problem people are finding with Joe Rogan right now, is how do you take the advice of an everyman when that everyman is... Not everyman. I mean, very, I very, 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 very wealthy. Yeah, I mean, I I ride Joe on that all the time, and it's not his fault. He feels he still feels like the everyman. And again, we talk about it all the time. As far as rich people go, Joe is probably one of the more grounded out of someone that has the kind of money he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the money hasn't come in yet. The change hasn't happened. There you go. Uh, I thought the way this podcast started, though, it was going to be another, uh, like, Joe was, you're so inspirational, you're so inspirational, I am so inspirational, but it quickly devolved into, I thought, a really good discussion, because he, uh, like you said, has been humbled by the accident, obviously. It was interesting that uh, Shaq's uh, comedy jam was his, like, tipping point, Mm -hmm. because I didn't even know that thing existed. Well, obviously, that's on the black circuit, not the the chitlin oh, circuit. Look, he's trying to make me into a racist again. Mm. Don't don't do that. I'm Jewish. I don't know anything. I, can't be, I did man. not know that's where he came from until he told that story. I wish he had discussed the actual crash, but uh, that might be too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we said the same thing about Travis Barker, and I just realized like it's it's heinous to assume that someone's going to talk about one of the most like. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about his. Remarkable recovery. Well, his will to because o- that overcome. almost seems like it's too good to be true. With well, access to everything, like he maybe is still lying in a bed somewhere, and a clone did this interview. Yeah, that'd be hard to program the humility into the clone. That was so apparent because we'd seen him in the last podcast. Well, what, what about X Factor? What if it's a type of clone, Kamar, where? Kevin Hart is actually controlling like the voice exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, have you watched Upload on Prime? I've heard. I know it's the guy that one of the Office guys made yeah. it. It's I know about it. it. Yeah, it, you choose to go into like a an afterlife a digital type world. Of place. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a interesting concept. <laughs> Anyways, it could be a situation like that where when you're not there, you're controlling. I watched it, and if it is, it was it's an amazing job of cloning. Yeah, I it mean, seemed like Kevin was there in the studio. I love where you're willing to go with this. And almost serious. I can't tell, but I assume you're being stupidly serious. Um, uh, I'm just trying to explore all avenues, Matthew. But you start with this could be a clone of Kevin Hart. That's the first avenue you go I down. just, yeah, I mean, that's probably How about this, a Simon? far stretch. How about this? The same thing that got Kevin Hart to the top of the game is probably the same thing that got him to recover quickly. I think so. You are a dedicated, super driven human being. And keep in mind, too, it's not like he picked up this drive last week. So it's not, it's a natural drive that's within him. And that's kind of what I wanted to get at is my problem with Joe or successful people is that they assume that everyone else has that makeup inside them. I'm not convinced of that in my life. I'm not convinced that everyone just has it in them to be incredible. Of course not. Look, like the it, we kill ourselves on purpose. Did you just do a TikTok thing? No, I was like me. Look at me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> a TikTok where he's dancing. Case in point. You know all their stupid dances. Renegade. Um, yeah, case in point. Exactly. Thank no, you. No, I just like you could, you know, 
I, I think that there are people out there that truly try their asses off every day and maybe they read every Tony Robbins book and they watch all the uplifting shit on YouTube and they have all the fucking meme posters around their wall like perseverance and and hang in there. Sure, and that person just, <laughs> you know, maybe it's luck, maybe it's kismet, call it whatever the fuck you want, but they just might not make it anywhere close to where Kevin Hart is. And of course, or you'd see a lot more fucking billionaires. I mean, I agree, but it's the same thing, you know, that got him out of that bed, I think. The same thing that maybe would take someone else a year and a half, two years, or never, maybe never recover. You know when you hear about a athlete and they get this horrendous injury, like one that is supposed to be a career ender, career ender and three and a half weeks later, they're back on the court playing, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? That's all I'm saying, man. That, it's, like, I can tell you, I had the surgery, C6, C7 fusion. He had seven of those surgeries down his spine, because I don't know how many... Yeah, they had to fuse it all together, yeah. He said his whole spine had to be fused together. Just from one fusion... I can only look that far that way. Like, I can look all the way that way. You know what I mean? You don't have the money Kevin has. Dude, I'm just... Access. Look up. Look up I what is it. involved in the fusing of an entire spine. I get it. His recovery was too quick. I'm just saying, though, Simon, again, if you have unlimited resources, if you, can, if you could hire four people to help you day in and day out, and you had the drive to get out of bed every day at eight and not stop working on your recovery till, like eight at night i no i i totally see what you're saying and and some of that for sure the walking the all of that that's but the he is like he's out there shooting hoops he's playing basketball he's at, at, like high level you know what i mean um i'm telling you like your spine there some things no matter how much money you have and no matter how many people you have working with you when your spine is fused you can only go a certain distance like that's just okay that's but I what mean, it is we talk about the difference in people all the time and maybe there's just something in kevin's body that recovers faster or that let him maybe it was a mobility or a flexity that flexibility excuse me that he had yeah, before you know maybe. what i mean like possibly i think we're all just so different that i think we should coin it as if i may be so bold the jordan factor that quality in people, that the drive, the everything. I think it's safe to say. I mean, you could pick, pick another athlete or another driven person from another history, but based on the last dance and stuff, moving forward, he has the Jordan factor. Well, see, this is what... And they talked about this. This is actually what I hate about the last dance and kind of what I hate about Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, he's... Sure, he's the pinnacle. I mean, we, we spoke a couple weeks ago about Wayne Gretzky and how he has numbers that should make people go... It's almost even crazier than Jordan. But no one cares about hockey, so fine. My point is, though, Michael Jordan had a shit attitude. You can win without being a fucking prick. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, I don't think, runs through his life the way Michael Jordan did. And Kevin Hart is winning like Michael Jordan did. I think he may have up until this accident, though. No, man. If you hear Patrice O'Neal tell old Kevin Hart stories, he just sounds like the nicest dude in the world. The only difference I'm going to point out there is the team. I think the team, when you have to have a team win with you, and you're like carrying and having, that's different than working on your own. And that's why single sports are so different than team sports. But hear me out. He, he kind of touched on at the end, talking about Chappelle as well. In a way, he has a team. And in a way, he's driving that team, which is why he is as big as he is and has all these businesses. And Chappelle is just Chappelle. Oh, he's saying he can't take the chances that Chappelle takes. That was exactly it. Because he was saying, I'm a boss of bosses and I have so many people relying on me. So in a way, 
he has that team behind him. I get it. It's not a sports. I'm understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm just trying to correlate a little bit in the sense that, you know, Kevin is leading a team kind of, I get that they're not out there shooting baskets, but he needs them to be firing on all cylinders as well. But he doesn't come across to me as a Michael Jordan type. I'm still going to try to go with the Jordan factor. Fair enough. You know, well, you bought the shoes, so you have to. And when again, reference going moving forward, you know what I mean. I wonder with what Kamara is saying is how different is he now after the accident? Like, look, a, a life and death experience. There's no greater humbler, right? So, I mean, I've spoke about this before. I, I had one and I was just too young to remember mm-hmm. or be able to. Yeah, like it, you can't. It only works if you're so able eight, to appreciate what you're losing. At eight years old, it's just like holy yeah, fuck, that the was motivator. Scary. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, if that accident happened to me now, I have a feeling I would probably wake up tomorrow a different person. I hope. I can only hope. Well, I would assume so. And I hope this is Kevin. I was I was thinking the whole time. This I was really blown away by this podcast, but he is an actor. Like. Is he off the camera? Like fuck that shit. Like get my assistance, or you know what I mean? Is it lip service? I did believe it. I did believe that this change overcome. He's touring less. He's caring about his family. All this stuff. But you know what though, Kamara could be putting on an act. You always. What I've learned in the last twenty years is that a lot of the the mumblings that you hear are often at least somewhat true. And I've never heard a bad thing about it. That's it. And like think about Kevin Spacey. Like I heard, I heard rumors about Kevin Spacey. For 20 years, but you're just like, oh, that's fucking horseshit. Looks like a dick, walks like a dick, uh, a duck, sorry. Yeah, if it walks like a, <laughs> walks like a dick. Grabs probably like is a, a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, Strokes like a duck. Yeah, you know, I, I just start, I, that's really what I was going at is like, there was never an Opie and Anthony moment where someone was like, oh, Kev was a real dick. Because you, you would have heard that, like, especially with podcasts now and as honest as people are, and you, you would have just heard one Kevin Hart story, but they're all positive. I don't know if you guys know this, but like he, uh, you know this because he told. I think someone told the story on Rogan. He uh, it was Big J. He gives. They buy an Xbox in every city they go to, and they leave it for the the housekeepers. So like at every city, they're like, "We need a Xbox with Madden," and they bring it to the hotel. They set it up. They play for the day, the night, whatever, and then they leave it for the. You know, like that. That's not something you have to do. And I know you're looking at me like whatever, Floyd. But, well, no, but I just I was thinking like, what is he going to do with like six thousand PlayStations? No, well, you know, hold and on, he's Simon. Just got a the room in his house of Simon, used PlayStation. The, the guy's filthy rich. He could just travel <laughs> with one. Was my point. You're acting like he's just hoarding PlayStations. Like a that's the classic. You. <laughs> that's what I do. I'd build a whole. I know you would. I know you would. All the PlayStations. Um, I'll tell you how you know this whole fucking system is broken, though, because when he was talking about how he's taking the time during the pandemic to learn about stocks, yeah, guaranteed he's made like a billion dollars during the pandemic just from, you know, when you have the money and you can play around. It mm-hmm. was the right time to do that. Then I started thinking about like um, what my son gets taught in school. And how we hate school so much. But if they had a class that was learn the stock market and you could leave that class and literally turn your knowledge into dollars, like think about how that could change the world. Just teaching kids the stock market. Like, look, we, it, the stock market probably isn't a great thing. The world would probably be better without it. I don't know. But if it's here, Mm-hmm. Why is it only the one percent f- uh, rich white guy? You know what I mean. Why aren't they teaching how to play stocks to um, middle America or, or lower income? The you problem know what is I mean? the people you get to teach it are in the stock market. 
Because I remember not in, necessarily like grade Kumar. seven or grade eight. I, I remember this. School, Kumar. We did and the there mock. Was a day where you do the stock yeah. market. It was for my the whole favorite day. fucking yeah, day well, there you ever. Go. So you did learn the stock market, but you didn't. All I learned was a way to win pizza. Do you know what I mean? It was never. No, I'm telling you. I just told you that was my favorite day of the, the day year, and I still don't know how the stock market. You works. bought stocks, and then they'd post these mock news stories, and then certain stocks would go up and like, oh, that detail in the news story meant something that you had to pay attention to that you had bought that stock. Well, perfect example, Kamar. I've never bought a stock in my life until last year, where I decided to buy Aurora, the um, weed. I. Did a lot of research, nothing to do with stocks, only to do with the company. And I figured something out in my head that I thought was right. Um, I had a chance to sell that stock at and a make profit. about $5,000. Instead, my idea was to hold on to it, which is ridiculous. Um, the stock went down to, it was trading at a penny stock for a while. And it was such a collapse. Anyways, I go to look at it the other day and it's at $20. And I almost threw my phone through the wall. I was like, holy shit, I'm actually going to make... And then I look a little closer and it's like, it split and then they readjusted the value of the stock. So where I used to have $10,000 worth, now I only have like $2,000 worth. My $2,000 is worth $20. Like, I still made $0. I lost all my money. My point is, my point is... I didn't even know that was a possibility, and I own that stock. You needed you know to learn I mean? more. Again, just to go back to where we started here, valuable knowledge my son could have. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, Kamar, if I think about it, though, like I'm kind of with Simon. As much as I love that day, too, but we had one day of that a year for like two years, right? And like Simon said... It wasn't like a constant, it, this is the thing, if they had taught us once a week, even just once a week leading up to that thing, let's say for 20 weeks, so you had one class a week where you learned about the stock market, like Simon's saying, you retain some of that knowledge then, and you actually use what you've learned in a- Totally. The way they did it was just like a, like Simon said. Just, even, hey. even better than that, Matt, why don't you have that thing, and then you say, now everybody go home, take $10 or whatever, a dollar, and make a real world investment. You know what I mean? And some of those are going to pay off. Like they, there's going to be learning just through winning and losing at that. I, I, well, what's crazy is what they could do now. And they, I mean, Simon, you should maybe go to the cash app with this. They could teach kids using the cash app because here's a free plug for them who's not a sponsor of ours, but you can invest as little as a dollar in any company you want. Dude, they're already giving away $10 to each person if you sign up. Yeah. Or five dollars to each exactly. person if they if they sign up. You can't get the cash app in Canada. No, I know no, you no, can't. No. But what what we're saying is, like in the states, for example, you could teach kids right there on for, that alone. Forget the cash app. Don't give them a free plug. But to Matt's point, like they any okay, organization that wants to get together and make this happen could do that. Just hear me out. I only use them. I'm not trying to give them a free plug. It's just because I know that on that site in particular, you can invest as little as a dollar on any stock. So for me, I was like, I'm sure there's other things out there. I just didn't research them before. That's a good jump off point. Because if a kid yeah. can say, okay, I have $20. You can even do that. You say, okay, this is the year's project. Everyone starts with $20. And at the end of the year, whoever has the most money gets a prize. Or you know what I mean? Like, like they should be working backwards in school. Now that I'm thinking about it. I, I mean, the, the people who are setting up the programs, they should be going out real world and saying, okay, how are people making their money? Now let's work backwards to teach that. Well, that's not the, the actual problem, Simon, is that 
the world moves too quick now so that whatever we're teaching kids actually 10 years from then is probably going to be fucking obsolete. It's what were shoot. we just talking about teaching kids? A stock, stock market. market. Stonks. Well, that's a really good, Stonks. that's a really good example. Okay. I agree with you, Matt. We can't get involved with teaching kids podcasting because maybe that's not here in five years. I'm just taking something, sure. but the stocks have been around for a long time. There are certain things that are, are, a fabric of our society that only a small percentage of the populace are benefiting from. And that's because of education. But Simon, I could argue that in 10 years, your stock knowledge won't mean shit because it'll all be done by algorithms anyways. Most of it is done by algorithms right now. Most of that trading shit is done by, I mean, there are still day traders, of course. If we look at everything like that, then what's the point of teaching anything? But I mean, no, because I still think that basic language, writing, math science okay, well, I mean, I'm, those are- I'm not suggesting that you not teach i know i get things. it i'm suggesting that we balance out the curriculum a little bit definitely back then 30 years ago when this was happening the access information you have to bring someone a lot closer to water but now i mean you get your kid stock for dummies now i mean the information is there so i mean the real problem is this 30 30- should inspire the real problem is this 30 years ago if you asked 50 random kids what they wanted to do a lot of them had different answers, varying answers, and a lot of them were real-life jobs that brought stuff. Now, if you ask 50 random kids what they want to do, influencer, Instagram, YouTuber, whatever it fucking is. So we have a problem now where 30 years ago, what they should have done was like after grade eight, once you get into high school, they should have really figured out what it was that you were good at and what you wanted to do and figured out sort of specialized schooling. So like... Like if you knew right away, I want to work with my hands. I'm really good with my hands. Then, then maybe less on the you know the bullshit trigonometry that you're never going to use, and maybe start teaching that kid wood. Like again, we've talked about this a million times. Shop would be great for kids. Yeah, and then that transfers perfectly into the um, mentor mentee uh, mental manatee type situation, which is totally lost now. And it's so important, man. Uh, real life experience, the, like we had co-op in school. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it was such a fucking joke that it never translated properly. But look, look it, you decide you want to make fucking chairs for a living or that's what you're passionate about. And you go and you work with a guy who makes chairs. Like in, in one year, in one week, you're going to get more than you would sitting in a class for six years. Like that, I, I get it. That's an exaggeration, but. This, the sentiment of the statement remains true. You learn everything by doing. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, not everyone, but I, I agree. I, I think to some degree they try to find out with like basic and <coughs> advanced. They spit off kids like, oh, well, you, obviously you're not going to be a rocket scientist. Yeah, but I mean, basic and advanced. What I'm, what I'm saying though, Kamar, is it just feels like, and I mean, I know there's not enough teachers, so that's why class This size, is what I'm saying. I, yeah, and I'm with you there too, but I mean. Because there's not enough money right? There's not enough money. That's always why we can't do this properly. But then when we need billions and billions of dollars, it's, it comes from somewhere. Yep. And it, and it's the most crucial time, like 12 to 18 in the formative years of getting people closest to what they should be doing. So they're happy. I mean, wonder why there are so many fucking unhappy people out there. I'm sorry, Matt. 
No, no, back to just back to your mentor mentee thing. That's, I mean, Kevin Hart talked about that almost specifically in this. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up. Like, that's great subway. I really (laughs) believe that, though, man. Like, that mentor manatee thing is really fucking important in a lot of ways, not just in learning. It's in like, if that person who's teaching you is a good person, now, granted, you might get into a lot of situations where you're being taught by dicks. But like that's where you're going to learn how to treat the people in the business you're going into. That's information you're never going to get in school. That like how you operate, how you don't fuck people over. You know, you need to see that firsthand. And if you're if you're fortunate and your parents are able to teach you that, that's great. But you know, if your dad or mom works for the government and or whatever and has no don't point at me i wasn't i was pointing at you pointed at me and both my yes go ahead point is um it's just it's all good information to learn man but i think that's more important what happens in school up into high school is kids are just supposed to learn social interaction have experiences and get fucked over and learn that the world isn't everything in a well, that's the whole idea of right. university, right? Well, you university go, is where you actually get serious and do something. You're supposed to like have these uh, real life experience, but it's not. You're so uh, you're so um, secluded and insulated. And this goes to where we were right before the pandemic, where you couldn't say anything without somebody fucking crying in the audience. You know. Pull that mic back just a touch. Thank you. Like a fist. That's all you need. Um, I mean, listen, I agree, but you know, really what Kevin Hart was saying too, I mean, think about this. If you're friends with five billionaires, you're probably going to have an easier time starting your business than, of course, you know what I mean? No, but even then, like my dad and I never listened to anything my dad said. Um, I remember my dad telling me when I was young, if you want to, what is it? You can't fly with eagles if you hang with turkeys. And I just remember being like, well, you don't know jack shit. Um, but I mean, that's true. It's totally true. It is, yeah. And I mean, there's that saying is true too. If you walk into a room and you're the smartest person, you're in the wrong fucking room. Yep. Yes. Yeah. No. That's that's a good point. Um, but it's like I said last week, Maddie. Do as I do, not as I say. Right. Yep. But if you want people to like you, you it's the other way. The smartest people. I, I mean, listen. I live uh, terribly. I'm not a. I'm not good at life. I'll put it to you that way. I've given some people some great advice that if I had taken, might have. Maybe turn my shit around. You're but. no Richard Sherman. Uh, Sherman, why? What about him? When we just said to Skip Bayless, I'm better at life yeah. than you, Skip. <laughs> well, I'll say this, Richard. You are definitely better at life than I am. Exactly. So. I mean, listen, I, I, Kevin Hart is definitely... Uh, he's easy to inspire because he really is just like a happy dude. And he came from nothing. And he did come from nothing. Like, if you hear all the stories, like if you hear Patrice O'Neill or other Philly comedians or dudes that came up around him, like they had nothing. It's uh, it's interesting that he, after the accident now has this, he was this kind of theory about life being a game, you know, the different levels. Um, you hear that a lot from people who have near death experiences. Like I've heard that, I've heard that same comparable many times of the people now thinking not not that it doesn't mean anything like it means more but like they understand that there's a kind of like after you do dmt i imagine there's this certain like you know joe says it all the time when you see that there's something else 
Yeah, a big moment gives you some time to reflect sometimes. Take a pause. And I hope it's all genuine and, I mean, it was for the positive. Or maybe he saw something beyond the veil. The light. Something. I, I noticed Joe didn't bring up the sound of those old barracudas, eh? <laughs> he always talks about muscle cars because that was a car that was in the accident. It was? I thought it was like a Lamborghini No, or it was like a 1970s Barracuda all tricked out muscle car. Really? And I think what happened was, you know, when you step on the gas and the... The ass, ass flies out. Yeah. I think he lost control of the car. Because no one was drunk, but no one was wearing seatbelts. Was he, he wasn't alone in the car? Who else was in the car uh, with him? The guy driving. Oh, he wasn't driving. He wasn't driving and the guy's girlfriend, I think. Am I crazy or do a lot of black comedians get in like really bad car accidents? Uh, like, uh... What was Tracy Jordan saying? or Tracy Morgan? Well, that was a really bad accident. Yeah. Then who else? Uh, who crashed the Enzo? That's who I started. <laughs> I don't think he considered him a, a comedian, but I know he's a comedian. I can't remember his name right but now. But still, I mean, he did. I think just a lot of famous people get in car accidents because they end up getting really fast cars. No, but I'm thinking about black comedian. Like, maybe again, I'm just making it up. No, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. I think if we were to look... Yeah, maybe you're right. Sure. Um, it's just I've never heard of Jamie Foxx get in an accident. I mean, listen, I'll say this. Ryan Dunn died in a car white... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul Walker died in a car white. Yeah, so I'm not. Yeah, this, this is what yeah, yeah. I mean. But I was just saying. It's, um, but what I was saying was famous a, cool guy there. Famous cool. Oh, James Dean. See, I say famous yeah, cool guy. There. Where do you I go? I got there. I got there. Sorry, I just didn't know that I was 96 years old. That's well, all. That's, and yet he's the Michael Jordan of James Dean's. You know. Okay. Danny Heatley. Alive. But not the other guy. Yeah. What was his name? Do you remember? No. Dan Snyder. That wasn't his name. He will not be forgotten. I think it was. It wasn't Dan Snyder. It was... Uh, now we have to look for it up. For memory yeah. of those. But that's terrible that we can't remember what his name is. It's the worst, because as soon as Kamar says it, we're all going to be like, yeah, yeah. It's like I was listening to something. It was... It's Dude, His name. it's a big name hockey player he killed. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was a young up-and-coming guy. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. They were like best friends. They were both rookies. Mm. I don't know if it was Dan Snyder. But, NHL uh, star Danny Heatley has been indicted on six charges relating to the September car crash that killed his friend and teammate, Dan Snyder. Oh, nice work. Nice work, Kamar. Wow. I do remember his name. Okay, you did, yeah. Kamar remembered. <laughs> no, that's not it. Way to go, Joey Diaz. He fucks up hey, every hey, other hey. name in yeah. existence, uh, but manages to pull this motherfucker out of his ass. Um, what were we talking about just before? Car crashes. Uh, well, I say it's funny no, that Joe didn't bring up the sound of a something. barracuda and that muscle underneath you. Know, I think uh, I was talking about black comedians getting in car crashes. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. The barracuda sound. It's fine. We'll move on. Doesn't matter. Okay, Chappelle. Um, are we talking about Chappelle for a sec? That sure. Was a crazy endorsement. I think. Called him the goat. I. I mean, I agree. Unequivocally better than Richard Pryor. Yeah, but I mean, I think so too. Like yeah, just no, from. I, uh, I wasn't. I don't think there's an argument here. Who I'm am not, I though? Right. I'm not Kevin Hart. He was saying, in my opinion. Yeah. He said it over and over, in my opinion, and some can disagree, but Dave Chappelle is uh, not only the, the funniest, but the most honest. Do you put Patrice up there? I put Patrice up there, oh, for he, sure. Who knows where he can 100%. be? A hundred percent. Me too. Or, or Bill Hicks. No. No. Just really? as far as making me laugh, pee my pants laugh. And I think that is the ultimate... Um, if you watch Elephant in the Room right now, if you stop this podcast and go to YouTube and watch Elephant in the Room, you will fucking, you will die for an hour laughing. And you know all the jokes, Matt. Even if I watch it right now, no, I that's, will fucking... That's what I, that's what I mean. That's how great it is. There's like, Make sure you join the Patreon first. <laughs> there's three bits in Elephant in the Room that are like probably three of my favorite bits of all time. That 
it's it might be my favorite one of my favorite might be my favorite like hour of stand-up ever it's definitely in the top five yeah, no it is I, definitely in the top five can't argue well, but yeah hearing i mean listen like you said simon having us say dave chappelle's the goat really is whatever water off a duck's back yeah yeah th that's what i mean we're having one of the having the guy that yeah. is arguably ahead of him maybe monetarily and as far as like hollywood success i mean again Chappelle could have what he has he just doesn't want it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my point is just you know kevin hart is a mogul i'd like to see if kevin hart could get so big that everyone he's got he's responsible for so he can't do certain things say are taken care of that he could his swan song you know what i mean yeah. if he can even go there i don't know if, he if if you'll humor me for my new game sure who do you think's richer dave Chappelle or kevin hart and I'm going to need monetary figures. It's Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. It's what Kevin did Hart, I say? 10 times out of 10. What did I say? You haven't said anything. You haven't said a word. You asked the question. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were correcting. Um, no. Because your when, metric. When I wrote out um, this podcast in my book, I called him Kevin Smith. And when I looked at my notes earlier, I was like, Kevin Smith, that doesn't nope. seem right. Yeah. Fat so, white guy. Yeah, anyways. Not anymore. Sorry. Um, Larger. So sorry. Give me uh, some numbers here and I'll pull up a uh, network. Kevin Hart's worth $250 million. And Chappelle? $150 million. Matt? I think Chappelle is worth $75 million, And I think Kevin Hart is worth... 310 million okay and i think that Chappelle is worth like um 275 million and i think that kevin hart is worth about 248 million wow exact okay <laughs> almost like you had the numbers in front of you no i have not checked oh wow okay hold on a second dave Chappelle net worth wow that's terrible 50 million I was off by 100. I said 75. And Kevin Hart. Dude, I have so many half joints in this fucking ashtray. I don't even know which one I'm smoking from today. probably have. Kevin Hart net worth is 200 million. I was off by 50 million. I was 100 million off. Wow. Why, do, why did I think Chappelle was so rich? Well, you think... Not okay. the movies he hasn't done. You think about it like this. Chappelle got $100 million for three Netflix specials. So that's what you're thinking. But what you're not thinking is he pays tax on that. He has an agent. He has a manager. I was just kind of thinking private planes, all of that shit. But. I think he's Dave Chappelle. And I think he gets a lot of... I think he uses a lot of other people's private jets, to be completely honest with you. Also, a lot of those famous guys have timeshares. Mm -hmm. well, sorry. No, go ahead. That's, oh, I just really quickly wanted to say to the listeners... Uh, my stepdad is, um, he works for Transport Canada as an aeronautical engineer. And he let me know that the FAA apparently has no jurisdiction over private planes. As far as what you can do on a private plane. Jeffrey Epstein. Well, I was more talking about Dave Chappelle smoking on his plane, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. What was the story with uh, Kevin Hart's first divorce? Do you know? Infidelity. He cheated on her. I think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't get it. Can I ask you this though? People? How much would you pay to be a fly on the wall at that dinner? Oh my god, that dinner sounded like the most amazing thing ever, man. Imagine the waiter. You're like, should I go see if they want more bread? They might want more bread. How about Just another round of waters, boys? <laughs> the, the, the waiter <laughs> was uh, Cheeto Santino. 
<laughs> it's like all the uh, A-list comedians, just not the A plus plus comedians. No, that that dinner when he when he was ringing it off, I was like, oh god. Theo Vaughn was playing the harp. Imagine being Sounds Chris like the Last Supper. Imagine being Chris Tucker at that and being like, oh, I'm the worst one here. Not that funny. Even then, though, he said, "What did Kevin Hart also say about Eddie Murphy?" He's like, "Eddie Murphy is like in conversation one of the funniest." He's pe- got to be. Well, even from you can tell, we could tell from the comedians' cars. Of course, that Eddie Murphy is everything you think he is. I like the Jeff Bezos story. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny too. Yeah, he can tell a good story. And he's even a when, he, when he told about, yeah, that's the thing. He's always on about him crying, the cry he had when he got home. Yeah, and I laughed. <laughs> so Joe still hasn't watched the Jordan documentary. No, he was watching a Kaczynski documentary. No, and but I, the, this is okay. Hold on, well, I'll I'll start this. Just go. I'm just. He said in the next episode, "Dude, I've watched everything. That's all I've been doing is watching stuff." He said he doesn't have time to watch things that are in queue for him to watch. <laughs> but then he started the Kaczynski one. Like. Come on, Hold man. On. He's not into sports. He watched every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Except but, for Uncut Gems. Yeah. Well, no, but that makes sense because he's watching those with his kids. I get that part. That's why he can't watch Uncut Gems because they would have no interest in that. Um, also, it's just Adam Sandler swearing for fucking an hour and a half. I thought it was a great movie. I disagree. No, I know you do. But you thought that the... Uh, Tread What's lightly. Tread lightly. No, I will not tread lightly. Tread fucking I'll lightly. Tread any way I want. With Don't tread giant on me. Fucking Don't Jordans. You fucking can tread I borrow on your me. monstrosity of shoes They're so I can yours. tread all over them? Um, what's that stupid one with the kick? The Irishman. Yeah, thanks. The Irishman. I didn't say it was five stars. I said it was a good movie. Glowing endorsement from Matthew. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what else we got here? Nothing. We got to move on from Kevin Hart. Yeah. Okay. No problem. I think we gave him his just due. Yeah. No, that was it. It was the the dinner. Amazing. Like to be there. I'm already thinking about how I might have to readjust my weekly rating, but it's fine because I didn't hate this podcast. I uh, I mean, uh, whatever. I, no, this I actually thought halfway through this, I'm going to have my son listen to this one, and I don't usually suggest that he listen to any Rogans just because I don't think it would interest him, but. <laughs> This one, I thought, you know, he could relate to who Kevin Hart is, and he'd learn some shit the success in the Success in the words of wisdom. Yeah. That's a glowing endorsement. Yep. I think so. I think it's cute that you think that a kid could listen to anything and it would affect them. Yeah. Well, he doesn't listen to me, so oh, let, let yeah, him give Kevin Hart a try. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just, I remember being that age and like, there's like, I don't think anyone could get through to me. No, but if my dad had suggested that I listen to something semi-cool I might have been again it's like the stock market thing you know what I mean you have to make it digestible for kids they got halfway there and then fucking screwed the pooch I just wonder if a 53 year old UFC commentator is like the cool thing for no that's why I picked Kevin Hart episode okay I got you I got you okay I thought you know maybe fair enough maybe do we want to rate it yeah we want to rate it I apologize guys I'm busting I gotta uh, go to the bathroom uh, I give it a four. I thought it was a, a amazing run. I, I thought it was going to be something different, and uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Go to the bathroom, buddy. Go. Don't kill yourself. Backyard. Here. 
Remember, there are people upstairs. So find a grass, careful find a grassy are. area and hide your dick. <laughs> Whipping your dick around and try not to piss on those shoes. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Do a quick weather report while you're out there. Um, I'll write it while he's gone. Could you? That'd be great. Uh, I will give this episode a four. I give it a three and a half. We got two fours. And, and a listen, and a, a four out of me for Kevin Hart is almost a five. Like that's, I hated that first episode so much that I thought I was going to come in here and like drop a zero on you. What, you hated which episode so much? The first time he was on. Oh, I've wow. never been more put off by a Joe Rogan episode in my life, I think. I'm telling you, Kamar's, Kamar's right. That was a heavy week and it dropped on a Saturday. And I think you were just in a bad mood to begin with. I found him so phony. So phony baloney. And I, every it was so weird because everybody was like, had the totally opposite opinion. It's so weird to me because this time he seemed exactly the same. You just feel like he was more humble because of a car crash. Like, I don't think anything really changed with him in my... That's my opinion, which I know I is think, not yours. I, I think it. this one developed into a conversation at points. And the last one was like a... Um, Tony Robbins Tony seminar. Tony Robbins fucking seminar, man. And, and right, fair enough, if fair I enough. want a Tony Robbins seminar, I'll pay for a Tony Robbins seminar. Okay? With my Aurora stock money. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. That was like negative dollars. <laughs> Tony's paying you. you know, I uh, Pretty much. Look at those shoes shine, Kamar. Fuck. Glistening with piss. <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel so much better. There's no way I was going to make it to the break. That's fine, dude. But uh, you don't have to explain taking a piss. Joe does it, and left Joe did it and left Brian. Destroyed his whole podcast <laughs> <laughs> to drain his for dick. a tinkle. Yeah. So, do we get an Adam Egget? Are we deep in Adam Egget? We're done. We already rated him. Well, is that what you guys thought of this one? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, we we hadn't even started. We just finished our rating. Simon gave it a four. I gave it a three and a half. Um, I so- gave it a four, which I said was pretty much a five because Simon don't give Simon know. don't play Simon don't give out no, no five. It, it was it wasn't a five but it was a, it was a solid four it was a solid yeah, it, was, it was a great podcast exceeded expectations all right that being said let's move on hold four. on oh Kamar what he said was just in closing what he said was the first time Kevin Hart was on Simon felt as though it was more like a Tony Robbins seminar a hundred percent whereas this time he felt like it was more of a conversation uh, Kevin Hart which is what Kamar said Yep. Right yep. at the yep. start. Mm-hmm. But you know how we roll. We don't listen to Kamar and then we repeat what he said later on as our own point. <laughs> no, I think that's what you do. No one listens to me. <laughs> I was using the collective we, but Matt, <laughs> you do yeah. whatever you he want. He was shitting man. on Brian Cattle for being a flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you got to respect that because you're a flip flop. He's like, no. Well. <laughs> 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 the difference is, can I tell you what the difference is? is You're so happily married. I am not married to any of my opinions. <sighs> Only my wife. Brian Callen um, isn't even married and to you his know what? wife. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. Give me a break. That was maybe, a great joke. Maybe yeah. I'm married to all of my opinions. I don't know. Because, but I feel like I can have my mind changed. And Brian is fucking unflappable until he decides to be flapped. We've got to know what he's doing behind closed doors. The only problem with you, Simon, is you. There's only certain people who can change your mind. Like, I'm not one of them. 
you've changed my mind about things. I no, didn't even believe it in the simulation something. until you have you to say mad. something he disagrees with goes off to someone else, then them support you, then his mind is That's not changed. true. That is not true. But I often have to take a day or two to digest something. Percolate. But you wait, so now you believe in the simulation? Of course. Or I you're think at least it's more option. open to it. Okay. Too much Fair to enough. I Fair remember enough. the first time you told me your view on that whole thing. I was <laughs> like it comes. right away, just that is impossible. I'm not into that. Yeah. And within like, I don't know, a week, I had formulated like a hundred simulation ideas. You I know? think you came over like four or five times that week. Yeah, that was right. I mean, that was pretty much the birth of this podcast. That and, and uh, illegal weed stores. Mm-hmm. That was a big... And here we are. It's true. And here we are. Dude, I've told this once or twice. Simon stormed out of my house one night after a fucking legal weed store debate. I didn't think he was ever coming back. It's your Brian Holtzman story? I get <laughs> it. It is my Holtzman story. I've had that same conversation about... Um, the restaurant industry mm-hmm. restaurant and been <laughs> like so angry okay you know what <laughs> this guy and his pronunciations <laughs> we're gonna eat we're going to a restaurant <laughs> restaurant <laughs> oh sorry Simon. there's nothing wrong with the way i say restaurant no, just the way you said that. What time? <laughs> can you use it? Can you use it in a sentence? Sure. Saturday, me and my friends are going to the new Frontier restaurant. <laughs> okay, listen. I I am willing to eat um, restaurant. Frontier. Okay. Now, fuck no, man. The way I say Frontier is correct. The way you say Frontier doesn't make any sense. Blue it has nothing to do with the front of anything. It's a French fucking word, frontier. So <laughs> frontier is the right pronunciation. So let you, me ask you my question, friend, Simon. are putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Can I ask you a question? What is the phenomenon known as when you see something that you feel like you've seen before? A déjà vu. Oh, you mean a déjà vu? See, again, you don't say it like that. No, but say the, déjà vu. the basic structure is there. You don't say frontier déjà vu. Déjà vu. Frontier. Frontier déjà vu. You should déjà be saying restaurant. It's <laughs> déjà vu. V U déjà vu. S. Déjà vu. It's the same thing. Listen. Okay. I can't have phonetical arguments with you right now. The we have a whole Adam Egot fucking crescent roll croissant. I mean, no one says crescent roll, no, but Americans. No and crescent roll isn't even a thing. Yeah, it's what Americans call a croissant. Okay. Yes. Because right. they hate the French. They get a croissant. They also at the say restaurant. freedom fries. So. Well, that was a thing for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're not doing this. Well, can we name the episode that we're doing now? Fourteen eighty-one. Adam Egot. Adam Egot. Adam Egot. Just shining those shoes, eh? Come on. It's going to blind the camera, Kamar. I don't even know that you can do it. I, I hope they look pretty special. Um, he was way too nervous. Uh, Do you guys sense that at all? He said he was going to oh, throw wait, up he, going on. I mean, he, I mean, he said he was nervous. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just like almost, okay, man, act like you've been there. Calm down. You're, you're well, there. He's not a 
He's never on. Oh, I guess he had. He a has podcast. Show with no yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, you're don't. wrong. You're uh, sorry. I'm wrong. I'm you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. Sorry. You're wrong. So you're, sorry. You're wrong. Uh, no, I'm wrong. I I apologize. And what's interesting is, you know, you guys have seen it at open mics or something. If a comedian's inexperienced, they make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and he's the the second or the biggest booker in the United States. And for him to be like that, I think it's just so strange and, and interesting. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's interesting that he rubs elbows with like the biggest names in comedy, but then goes and sits on Joe Rogan's podcast, which isn't even live anymore. And for all intents and purposes, if he did say something that he felt was like egregious, could just say, hey, Joe, any way we could maybe. And I'm sure Joe would be like, yeah, no problem, man. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't see why someone like him would have a real reason to be nervous. I think it might have been because he's been cooped up in his apartment for two months by himself, not talking to him. It was his first social interaction. The real moment for me, because, you know, you listen to him talk and he just seems like, a, yeah, like a... A nobody you know what I mean but then he said all the people I've passed this year and I was like oh yeah this guy controls all of those people's lives I, yeah I can't believe he doesn't have a girlfriend how many times does he get his dick sucked to get on stage I don't think he does I, I think he's like some weird anomaly of like a good person no no that's I wasn't in, it was a joke um it was hilarious but somebody in that spot yes yes the at another club is getting their fucking dick sucked. Knob polished though. By, by male comedians. Everyone <laughs> wants that Obviously. spot. Uh, I was disappointed in this podcast that we don't find out how he got to be the town coordinator for the comedy store. Very I weird. I think that's all I really wanted out of this. That was the only. How did you get this job? You're not a comedian. And the most, I think, interesting story they could have talked about besides his cult uh, raising. Okay, sorry. The cult thing. That's I, when things got interesting, sure. but that isn't until like the third Three hour, hour yeah. mark. Um, they were talking just for a moment about a bionic eye, having yeah. a bionic eye. Mm -hmm. That is definitely something we're going to see in our lifetime. Well, I, the only reason I don't think we will is because that doctor that was on not too long ago that said he was going to be able to regenerate your eye to like back when, to the, when they were 20 and you'll just have to get the stem cell better, injection. Every, why would you eye. want that if you could see in the dark? You know what I mean? Or see 10 miles away. If you away. have an option. Or um, be able to do that, you know, to your eye. Think about that, man. Like, just... Yeah, but what I'm saying just is... Just working on the iPad. Just sure. from a guy who used to only paint uh, physically, let's call it, to now ha working on an iPad where you can expand out to work on the tiniest detail i'm getting older like i can feel my eyes failing me yeah but simon like we've talked about the new products that are coming out like the apple glasses 10 you know you might not have to put in a new fucking eye you might just be able to put on a pair of comfortable sunglasses and have all those capabilities you just said there's nothing stop like the eye is cooler it's okay from like a fucking cyborg standpoint i sure, think but you would get it if your eye was damaged but this is my question is if you can get the stem cell thing for cheap and you can get a pair of Apple glasses or Google glasses, whatever, for also cheap, I'd rather go that route than going to a doctor to remove the eyes I was born with. I think this all also goes to what I was telling you guys on the um, right at the end of the last Patreon show, which you should check out if you haven't. Um, Have you checked it out? Not me and you. I meant the audience. Uh, is that us becoming more robot 
is going to what be what makes it bearable to function in society. Uh, not being disabled, you mean? No. As you age? Well, that will help. And will young people be robotic as well? or is it- I think you'll have the choice. And uh, at first, it'll be a money issue, you know, like everything else is. But eventually, it'll be like, uh, would you rather it this way or that way? And then you're going to have two groups of people, the ones who want to embrace that and the ones who want to fight that. And at some point, we're going to have the robot wars. Or would they be the cyborg Olympics? Or something like that. Interesting. No, I think the super cool, uh, Bionic Eye. Uh, one of the things that, sorry, Joe was talking about when we talked about on the Patreon episode, I believe, how Joe doesn't, can't believe that there's, um, alcohol is allowed to be sold, but A, meetings have canceled. Yeah. And he brings it up to Adam, and Adam goes, what? Like shocked. And then five seconds later, he goes, well, I've been doing AA meetings on Zoom. So it's almost like he acted. That reminded me, sorry, just... No, go go with it. I I wanted to clarify my stance on that whole thing. I wasn't at all suggesting that AA meetings now should not be open. Now they should be open. Like, as soon as they let other things be open, of course. What I was saying was, then how do you draw the line between AA meetings and people with psychiatrists? There are so many... or sex addicts or whatever it is like we were trying to lock down you couldn't okay, you but couldn't even, have it every way but even then like you can't meet with your psychiatrist you can't sit in a large room eight feet away from your psychiatrist i don't see why they couldn't do that oh okay so fine i guess if you wanted to have one-on-one aa meetings we could have come to some sort of compromise there like i i just like i, I said, wasn't suggesting that they weren't important we were locking down completely sort of a common sense thing it was once you say okay to AA meetings, you're going to have a lot of other people saying that my meetings are just as important. Simon, the point was, is we're letting people line up by the tens outside of a liquor store. So why not let people sit in the same distance area in a room and discuss their alcohol problems? That was my, because you were arguing that like, if people don't get liquor, then there's chances they could really get sick. And all I was saying was... Yeah, in the immediate, like in those first... 10 days or five days of lockdown, if those people don't have their liquor, yeah, they're going to get physically sick. Yeah, that's fine. The same way, if a fucking alcoholic doesn't go to his AA meetings, he might fucking pick up the booze, beat up his kid, beat up his wife. You know, like, I mean... He could do all those things, but we had, like I was saying back then, we had to make decisions. Like, not everything could be open, and they made the decision. Listen, after a week, if it wasn't as bad, I wasn't saying that they shouldn't then re-decide. And they did put them on Zoom. There was something, it wasn't just nothing. Yeah, yeah, I think, listen, our argument was one of semantics. We didn't, none of us, are you still in AA? Uh, not really. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't prefer the Zoom things I don't, I don't feel. I'll go back once they start up. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're not drinking either, so it's not like a big deal for you. No, but it's good to check in and stay honest. It's that's fine. I'm like, Kevin Hart. What I'm saying is you don't feel like you don't feel like you're slipping off a cliff because you're not going. No. Well, there we go. So that was my point. He was also only going to whatever a a meeting a week. There are people who go to meetings every day. There are. And those people that I see upset me. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Let's get off of that for a second. I want to just go back to this bionic eye thing because the reason I even brought that up in the first place was because Joe said something that was like a foreshadowing moment in time. He said, Dan Crenshaw is going to be the first president of the United States with a bionic eye. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. 
Hmm. Whatever. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And he seems that he's gone this far. There's nothing that's going to be dug up on him if he were to go down that road. So, yeah, that's possible. Um, Umbrella Academy 2. Coming out. Yep. Got the inside scoop. Very, very uh, pleased with that. Um, it was interesting when he told the story of Mitzi, how she would put enemies up one after each other or couples up one after each other just because she was... It's almost sort of twisted. She wanted to... It's almost sort of twisted. But it seems like that hazing idea, you know what I mean? Well, her whole thing kind of seemed Tough like... Tough love uh, and yeah, all Well, of things. course, look at what she would do to Joe. And, and yeah, and she, but she thought deep down, this is what it takes to make you better. Well, it obviously did. Look at the fucking um, comedians. Look she, at the murderers she row she's like, created. I'm sure you're seeing people coming up who are younger, like, well, that's not fair. And I got treated. And of it's course. Just like, I wonder if Adam does the same thing. This is what, this is my big problem. Because with this he podcast, learned from her. Is, uh, I, I'm sure there could have been, com- no, he did not learn from her. He didn't? It was Tommy came after me. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Tommy was uh, a piece of shit. money, yeah. a real piece of shit. The, the, well, the he type, chased Joe out. The type of character that you think would be this overlord mm-hmm. of the comic store. Mm-hmm. Again, why it'd be so interesting just to find out more of his origins to get there. Well, but that would make sense. Was he ever like close with Mitzi then, or was she already like kind of mentally gone by the Tommy? time? No. Uh, Adam Egan. I don't know. We would have learned that through this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> would have thought. <laughs> but just w- when they're talking about uh, comics who are like tired routines, we had the people, they could throw in a couple people on the bus, I think. You know what? We always shit on them for this. It's like, I'm sure there's times where I can't tell you how many times I listen back to our podcast and I go, how the fuck did we not touch on this thing? And I bet there's times where listeners are like, how did they not? How do they not discuss whatever big ticket item? And like, I'm sure, you know, where we're sitting here, like, how are they talking about Aliens 1 on fucking Blu-ray? And we're not getting to where this guy got his job from. I mean... But what did you just say? Because that was... That wasn't the point you were... They could have thrown some people under the bus. Oh, thrown people under the bus. They can't, man. He can't use this platform to let people get fucking petty. It'll turn it into a circus. Unless it's Carlos Mencia. Unless it's Carlos Mencia. And even then, they, they sort of... And Joe does is pretty fucking diplomatic about that, in well, all fairness. Just like he's diplomatic in not discussing Spotify at all. About how he used to shit on them. Or just or, or just anything more. He made the announcement, and now it's sort of like... Well, I think once he's on there, that's when they'll start discussing it. I, I think people try to ask. He doesn't want to talk about it. I think the bigger you get in life, the bigger the bridges are that you can potentially burn. That's yeah, cool. possibly. Mm-hmm. And I think it really just is a matter of like, just why not err on the side of caution when you have an empire? I love how Joe now says though, when somebody, cause everybody who the first timers who come on, they all want to say you're like the new Johnny Carson. And he just like bombs that right away, you know? Good for just, him. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I don't like that comparison. Cause I don't like, th- even think, Johnny Carson was so much more mainstream or bigger. I think that's one of the ways he doesn't see the comparison. He he also looks at it like it was so contrived and like shticky. And I I, I think the one thing it is, is the cosine, which is uh, J-Ho's Jesus brought it up in his face as well. J-Ho's Jesus. Jesus Trejo. 
The last guest. I fucked his name Fuck. up, obviously. But but the cosign. If if you, Joe has you in the studio, it's a pat on the back. It's a, it's an endorsement. It's it's it's. You know, speaking to this guy's nervousness, I thought about it. Um, I don't know once or twice in the last month, and I honestly, I don't think that I have the mental fortitude where I could go on that show right now. I could physically sit there and have a chat with him. It would be the two weeks after the show got released that I just think you'd be the singer from um, Black Keys. I would just have to turn my phone completely off but for this, the next two weeks. This guy has to decide between Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. No, it was or Martin Lawrence. It sorry. was Martin Lawrence. Easy choice, Chris Rock. But but still, he he should be so nervous. And like Joe said, it's unfair for those guys to put that on him. I like how he said he's like kind of unfair for those guys to put that on me. Yeah. Like almost putting it out there into the. I mean, I agree. Yeah, work it out yourself. You guys are bigger than me, and you want me to decide. But I think that's where they're at. Is it's like, listen, yeah, we're both this big. Someone's gonna make you. Decisions. You have to make the decision, and we're both big enough that it's fine. We won't that, catch we'll both realize that Chris Rock is gonna go on. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Let's not be silly here. Um, you know, it. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, too, like, I don't know if I'm at Martin Lawrence's level, and I don't get put on, and I'm still, I still get to sit at the store and watch. What a life. And what a life this guy has. Not really. I, I want to see. Not well, right this second, but it sounds like he's he's got a great job just because he can't get a girlfriend. For fine. I mean, come on. If I could be me and have his job, what a great job. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah, of course. But if I could sit in the store every night yeah. and get paid. What do, what do you think the percentage chance is of Joe moving to Texas and opening a comedy club? I think the weed he had to put a, a number. Problem. Okay, to Colorado and opening a comedy club. I feel like Texas. If Joe, no, went, the weed is a huge problem. Forty percent, he will. Why is oh, this? Is where you guys are lost. Is weed is not a problem in Texas if you own a ranch like Joe would? Oh no no no! I'm not. I just think for Joe's whole shtick. How can he live somewhere where weed isn't legal? He could legalize it from the inside. Okay, anyways. 40%. I'm going to go 70%. I think this is definitely happening. Not Texas, somewhere. I think they're going, man. I think they're going. I think he'll come back. He'll spend two days in LA, work at the store, whatever. Maybe not. I think a couple crazy, more crazy announcements from Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, that piss him off. Well, did you see L.A. was put on uh, curfew yesterday? Eight, I, I 8 mean, p.m. to 5 a.m.? Come on, there's riots. I, no, 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 I'm, I'm, just, not I'm unfounded. just saying that things are happening down there. There are riots. There are, like, I don't think Joe is long for L.A. I mean, listen, man, if you remember Watts in the 90s, like, this seems worse. Well, Twenty three. It's something crazy. Like twenty three states right now have um, active fires, yeah. active riots going on. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um. Okay. How about uh, we talk about? Um, I don't remember aliens. I'll be honest with you. Well, actually, they talked about Psycho, and I know you guys don't like doing old, old movies. Oh, there's but I Psycho is fun. impossible. I know it's impossible, and that's why we're here to do the impossible mission. They also talked about the Silver Surfer, who is one of my favorite superheroes. Well, why aren't we doing that one? Because it's a fantastic, the rise of the Silver Surfer. We're doing Psycho. Okay. 
Which is be very interesting. We have to guess the year, the year Psycho came out. Uh, yeah. And for the new listeners, this is the first time back in the studio, the movie game, where I pick a movie, which they did talk about, and <sighs> Simon and Matt go head-to-head to figure out the year, budget, and box office. Mind you, there were like a hundred other movies they talked about. And there's a sweet period we've discovered around the 95 to 2000 where the guys can be a lot more accurate, because who knows how much movies cost back then. But every once in a while, we like to throw in a bit of a wrench in the works. And they did talk about Psycho, how it was so scary without showing the scary. Alfred Hitchcock, by the way. Okay, I'm just taking the a king real random of suspense. guess here. I'm going to say 19. 19- no, no, no. This isn't how you do it. You write the fucking year down. Yeah, yeah we haven't lost a coin. Yeah, I haven't written mine down yet. Fire, starring Anthony Perkins, Beer Miles, John Gavin, Martin Balsam. John McKendry and Gently. She was uh, easy on the eyes, I tell you. All right, Directed Simon. by Alfred Hitchcock. Go ahead with your year. 71. I have 58. Ooh, 1960. Knocking on heaven's door. Close. Now, how much did oh film cost God, back This then? is crazy. Popcorn. This is crazy. I, I just, it's so hard. I don't know what a fucking imagine. dollar was worth in 1960. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I thought it'd be fun. 1960. Dude, this was 60 years ago. A soda pop was exactly. two cents. Holy fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, June 16th. So literally almost a fucking, almost weeks, 60 years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the, the oldest movie. I think we'll find some older movies down the road. No, I hope we fucking don't. This is going to be a disaster. But maybe you'll learn from this and go forward with, with budgets, which uh, is better. I mean, are we even in the millions? He almost don't, got the year. Don't don't answer any of his questions. You he can't almost got the that. year, so I think this is not as crazy as you think. It's crazy for me. Well, try to remember the movie. Was it crazy sets? Was it a bunch of locations? I'm not saying anymore. I mean, they. T- I think they talked about Stanley Kubrick a lot, but uh, we've done some Kubrick. And yeah, but nothing from 1960. It's just exciting. Uh, he definitely was murdered by Epstein for doing Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. That's a conspiracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never talk about that, but that's for sure what happened. Did Hold you on. just you make said, that up? Did you just say Epstein killed Stanley Kubrick? Yes. Epstein was involved in those parties. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Simon, are you ready? It wasn't Epstein. It, it was the people who control Epstein, but it probably happened at a party at Epstein. I did not just bring it up. They brought ready? up in this podcast. Um, no, I just have things crossed out a million times. Uh, and we've learned your first guess we'll is go. always the closest. That's true, actually. So here, Kamar, I'll show you. The one that I scratched out there was was this number. Just just so you know. <laughs> okay, let's just make this easy. Okay, go. Let's just blow through it. Okay, go. You go first. No, you go first. All right. I said it cost 75000 to make. Okay. And it grossed 480000 Well, I mean, I couldn't be further off. I well, said how do you know? $1 million to make. Okay. And it grossed $8 million. Wow, yeah. You just don't know the cost of a dollar. It cost eight hundred thousand dollars to make. That's, Pretty close. Yeah. It well, made fifty million dollars. Psycho made fifty. Well, I win. No, I don't. No one wins on the box. Hold office. on. It made f- in nineteen in, in the box office. It made fifty million at the box office. 
Well, what else was there? There's yeah, no what fucking DVD they weren't sales making then. Toys, Matt. <laughs> it was the only game. Yeah, in the town. Norman Bates, <laughs> the Norman Bates masturbating toy. <laughs> the doll that fucking great ROI pulls the... for uh, Hitchcock there. Well, that's crazy. And after he made that, that would have given him carte blanche with anything. Are you fucking kidding me? I said it made a half million dollars. And it's weird that it shows how much people like to be scared. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, that's the worst I've ever done at the movie game. But it's the most fun I've ever had at the movie game. I gave it, like, Chaplin numbers. So <laughs> since we're talking about 000. numbers and, and like how much table. things yeah. are worth, um, Joe went on about a, I don't know, 10-minute shtick about Vince McMahon not being able to afford. The XFL? No, it was uh, he's having to lay people off with the wrestling or something, and Joe was saying... He doesn't have enough money to keep it going, blah, blah, blah. Just, I did a little, a tiny little deep dive. Vince McMahon <laughs> 2. is 2.1 worth... billion. Yeah. He's worth 2.1 billion. Yeah. Okay? Just throwing that out there. I just, 2.1 billion. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, that's how you... That's <laughs> it, man. But still, how much does it cost to run the WWE? Like, just turn the lights on. It probably costs $5 million a day when they're doing those shows. Do you know how long you'd have to work to make $1 billion at $50,000 a year? You've done this already, but tell us. 128,000 years. It's too long. But if you're losing $5 million a day, that'd be uh, a billion gone at the end of the year. Joe was was insinuating that he wasn't rich. And I'm just telling you that he's really rich. He is very rich, yes. He's got one of the biggest houses in uh, Connecticut. Um, I've heard this a lot from comedians, and I don't care for it at all is the word normie. Or civilian. I don't mind civilian. But it's in the same breath. I get it. I just don't like normie. Well, normie makes them sound like they're fucking magic nerds or and, some shit. Yeah, like, you're that, comedians. You, you can't... Normie? Fuck That's what here. a successful open micer would say. Don't, don't like normie. Um, that's what a successful think, open micer would say. I think what a seasoned comic would just say is people. Just a couple of quick points here, because I know we're probably running over. The Shield was a great show. I don't the know Shield if was a great show. watched it. Doesn't get the respect it's due. About Be- Dirty Cops, though. Right. But uh, b- because he was so, his next role was so pedestrian, uh, the commish, that I feel like it takes everything away from The Shield. Anyways. Shield was awesome. Uh, we got Holtzman story number 472. And the guy who's seen it the most has laughed too hard at it. Yeah. Um, and then things start to get interesting, which is his Sea-Doo, the cult. When he said that, I was like, did you say Sea-Doo? I was like, there's no way it was called. And why is it called Sea-Doo? Because you see and then you do. That's correct. I don't think it was cult enough. He needed more sex stories. Um, I think it is actually pretty cult. And I think the thing is it was endorsed by the government and that makes it so much worse than like, uh, a cult where you're going in and you, you, you know what I mean? Like it's running amok. This was like, this is crazy, man. This, that sea thing is crazy. No one cut off their nuts. No one drank poison Kool-Aid. The you only don't thing know. They all he, on just, top of each other. he just didn't know. He's oblivious to the fact, or maybe he was in like a brainwashed, lighter version of Sidu. I don't know, man. I think you're gonna see that that ends up being like a really. He was uh, in Sidu Light, exactly. Man. I think it was okay. cult light. Okay, cult like. Um, he. What's um, the definition of cult? Uh, the leader fucks everyone's wives. No, 
That's so, the Webster's definition so if, of cult. If, if the leader fucked every kid's parents mm-hmm. that went to this thing, it'd be full on cult. But since he, I mean, he said there are definitely some counselors there fucking. So for you, cult has to be the leader fucks everyone or ever all the wives. I think so. Or As, at least orgies. A system of, hold on a second. Let me get the Webster's definition. Fact please, check please in. Do. Please do. A religious, a religion regarded as unorthodox or spurious. Spurious. Okay, we're uh, uh, we're going to need two definitions. <laughs> great devotion to a person, idea, object, movement, or work, such as a film or book. The object of such devotion, usually a small group of people characterized by such devotion. A system of religious beliefs and ritual. Interesting. Doesn't seem bad in Spurious, any of these things. Not saying. being what it purports to be, fake or fake. Oh, thank you. Great words. Spurious. Can you spell it? S-P-U-R-I. The rest is as you would imagine. Okay, oh, so, okay so it's as I would imagine. You could have just like, said it's as you imagine. <laughs> really, spur was you got what you guys thought I'd have trouble with? S-P-U-R, and then the rest you'll get. Yes. Fuck you guys. Fucking maniacs. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, so just coincidentally, I was lis- I listened to this podcast called um give it a shout out here, History of the 90s, and every episode of you imagine. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast on CNN though, don't worry. I didn't say anything about CNN. It's okay. Carry on. Um <laughs> anyways, this week's was about um the cult of the rising temple sun or something. Some I don't remember. In Japan? I can look it up. No, hold on a second. Because that'd um, be a matrix moment. Why? I talked about that cult a couple weeks ago. You did? I did. Well, it shows you how much, how little I listen to what you say, right? Ooh, slow burn. It wasn't a burn. It was just for all it, your... Kamar, it's because you were on the phone. Barbarians out there. I was standing outside on the phone. <laughs> Um, it is called the Order of the Solar Temple. You were close. Out of Phoenix? No. This is the good part. Where is it out of? It's out of Morin Heights, Quebec. Oh, Which is yes, like yes, 10 yes. minutes from my cottage. So this all went down. Anyways, listen to the it podcast. It's murders. There's like people mass suiciding. And the whole place was... Just like a walk away from me. I'm going to go check it out this summer. You've, you were unoblivious to you. I, was there this whole I time. was not unoblivious. I was oblivious. I was going to say, I was like, that seems like uh, redundant almost. I was unoblivious. Not, not almost, Matt. <laughs> You're not being spurious. <laughs> <laughs> Just uses it completely wrong. <laughs> you know what's hilarious? When Joe's talking about uh, hypnotists... <laughs> And then Adam, he goes, oh, yeah, there's one where this guy made a girlfriend. Uh, oh, my God. Bed. Sadly, her boyfriend beat, beat the, the shit. Know, that was like... <laughs> Sadly, she had her head caved in. Oh, that was, yeah. that was some subway. Yeah. Sadly, it, sadly, it ended with an assault and conviction. But... Those guys are hilarious. I'd always watch them. So back to his, uh, back to his cult for a second. Um, so they would send them out on... Four day solos. I think there's the one woods. they built up to that thing. It wasn't a usual thing. So, Maddie, remember I was telling you just the other day about uh, the nature camp I went to in Massachusetts? That was, I think I said it right. 
Massachusetts. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was called CD. <laughs> that no no it was called Sea Do Jew, Sea <laughs> <C-Doo> Two Point <0. laughs> No, it wasn't. It was we'll called. Uh, the tape. You may have said it right. You know, may have. Anyways, I'm not going to try again. It was in that place in the states. Um, <laughs> it was in the state Boston's in. But we you know had, we had to do that. They would send us out on either 12 hour or 24 hour solos with water. We would have a thing of water, a bug net, a hammock, a journal, a pocket knife, and a bag of trail mix with well, with M&Ms in it. Did you guys go to Hopewell? I did. I did not. You did not? Okay. Did you go to, in grade eight, there was like a- Camp Cameron. Camp Cameron. Thank you. Did they, Do you do orienteering there? Yeah. That was the shit. Yeah. So this was like this, except you were on your own. Well, in, when we did the orienteering, we were on our own. No, we were in teams. Oh, that's weird. Although the year we did it, it was like, maybe it was teams Anyways. of two, maybe. But that was it. Because I remember being out there with just one other person. You know, uh, the loser of whatever game, I don't remember what game it was, but like the losing team had to eat their meal with... With no, hand, uh, with no utensils. With no utensils. Yeah. And it's the steak dinner. That's... Cause oh, ours was spaghetti. Oh, no way. Ours was steak. Anyways. That sounds like torture. It yeah, was terrible. It was awful. It was terrible. We class action boys. <laughs> Anyways, um, Kamar, for the record, I've already sued the Ottawa school board, so I, I think I'm. Uh, I'm lucky I didn't get sued. That's jeopardy. the point of the story. So I refused to eat my steak like that, and I was running across the thing to get a fork, fork and knife, and my music teacher tried to grab onto me, and I guess I like juked, and she fell down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> Did she dislocate her shoulder? Maybe. <laughs> I remember our teacher coming in at like fucking 2 a.m. and being like, guys, seriously, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm all, trying to bang this dishwasher. <laughs> and I'll never get it. It was silence for about 30 seconds. And then all you heard was like. <laughs> and that was that. That was that. Yeah, you can't tell kids to shut up. No, you can't say fuck either. Like, no. We were yeah, like grade eight. teacher comes in and, and breaks that fucking seal. Pardon my friend. It's over. <laughs> I was dying. It's funny. I remember, I think I remember a teacher doing that too there. Mr. Chartrell. Shardy. At the Sea-Doo camp? Shout out to Chartrell. No, this was at Camp Cameron. Shardy was probably But I was telling Cedars. Maddie that um, at this camp, I made friends with um, this guy named Wendell. Remember? Mr. Wendell. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, huh, huh, huh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My wife. Um what? Uh, anyways, yeah, so then it started, like, I started thinking maybe the SEDU schools were, like, the equivalent of a Charlie Manson acid trial type situation, After you school know? program? Like, now that the government's getting involved there, they- Trying acid they, on kids? Who knows, Maddie? I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that's past them. I'm not like, oh, well- You know, I think I said this the other day. Or maybe I was talking to somebody else, my wife, maybe. I don't know. Um, But after listening to that (laughs) podcast about the Manson, and then just starting to look back in time, did I talk about this on the show? About uh, John Lennon's killer? I don't think so. So, like, that's a perfect one. So you look back at a situation like that, where we know that the government was actively trying to suppress this peace movement. 
right? Like they were trying to start Discord. They were, it, it was about Vietnam. It was about a bunch of things, but like that fits right into it. That guy could have easily have been a Manchurian candidate type situation. And then you start looking back at just like a lot of murders that happened over the years. What else could be? Yeah, obviously. Well, because this way it manages to remove them so far from the actual killer, you know? These people don't even know that this is happening to them. Or maybe uh, they do. Are there know. records or are the records destroyed? Like, are they just freeballing? And it's Operation think, Midnight Climax. Midnight Climax. Um, I don't think, um, like, if it's not for guys like this who dedicate their lives to uncovering this truth who ruins their lives it's the it truth. never comes out this isn't a situation where like at the end of 50 years the government just opens their books you know but this is the problem it's come out to what avail like yeah i would be a lot more excited if there's a huge shitstorm. cnn fox everyone unbelievable tales of corruption and um, deviant behavior in the CIA about it. You know what? They'll make a documentary about it. It'll get famous and it'll get the exposure you're looking well, for. Well, we're going to talk about something about that coming up. I uh, hope, because they gave big shout outs to Otto's own Norm MacDonald. I hope he is fascinated with uh, Manson and does get the guy on his new form podcast, which I love the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Kamara, I don't mean to step on your toes here, but let me just jump back one more second to this yeah, whole not step um, on my toes. Manson thing. Because this guy just slips in, Adam Eget. Oh, yeah, by the way, there was also a serial killer who worked at our school who murdered four kids. Yeah, that could have used a little more unpacking. Fits right into this whole uh, acid trial thing. And he's just unbeknownst to him. Well, he seems sort of inept that he's like, oh, I found out after I was in a cult. Yeah. I mean, he was a kid. Come on. He was a kid. No, no, no. Nothing wrong with that. His nervousness is weird. Uh, I don't think he's a bad guy. He's in a crazy position. And if we could just jump back just to the Manson thing for one more second. Um, <laughs> Fucking guy. It makes you wonder, like, when you look back in history at some really famous assassinations, like, I don't know, Caesar. Like, maybe this was, like, a, a play they were playing all the way back then. But are you saying the guy who invented you think acid they gave isn't actually the thing? Brutus acid. Is that what we're saying here? Well, or some it was of many of them who actually yeah. <clears throat> killed But them wasn't them. Brutus the first? I, I think he was, like, his best buddy, so it's the A2 Bruti, right? That's, you know, U2 Brutus. Yeah, but yeah. I don't... I mean, from Rome, Brutus hardly even wanted to do it, and they were all forcing him... Anyway, well, I'm not anyways, using HBO as the they, cornerstone they all, of history. They, but. They, according to Rome, <laughs> they all stab them. <laughs> according to this HBO reenactment I saw, Brutus seemed pretty reluctant, I gotta say. Yeah, terrible teeth. Have at this time. <laughs> terrible teeth. Your that fucking, guy has the worst That teeth, one man. tooth? Oh, it's two teeth and they're fucking crazy. Anyways, anyways, my point is, like, maybe this is, like, Manchurian can maybe they have been doing this forever and a day. Maybe we believe they have the same way we think that the CIA is like an incarnation of a much older group that you know has just uh, through time. You just said we there. Yeah, I did say we. I'll believe that. Did you think that before you brought it up? Did I think what before you brought the it up? CAI is a reincarnation of the CAI. <laughs> CIA. 
Um, there's a group of, I don't know if it's the CIA, I don't know if that's what it's actually called, but there's a group of people who are part of the government, and no matter who the president is, these people are always around. We refer they, to that as the deep state. Hence the CIA. Um, the, it's just, you know, they've been doing the Knights Templar all the way back. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Maybe to the destruction of Atlantis. I apologize. You can speak for me. I can. Maybe Thank they you. burnt down the library in Alexandria. Dude, don't you joke about that shit. No laughing matter, man. But I'm telling you, man, first of all. Dude. I think that was just a huge cover. I think that most of that shit you is that in an inside job. the Vatican basement right now. No, 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 no. That what better way to hide all the information? Oh, we just, it all burnt. But Sorry. Why, hold on. Why keep it? Why not just burn it? Because why would you want to get rid? Like some of that is very valuable to the person who holds it. Look, but if they're, but, they okay, were talking about enough. like uh, maybe having um, solutions to energy, solutions to all sorts of things that were lost to time. How they built the pyramids, Matt. Like if people were actually using their brains to move stones, it would be nice to know. As well, if they had like some super amazing system of building the pyramids, it would be handy knowledge levers and pulleys or whatever man. i don't know man i saw this video about uh japan's floodway system mm -hmm. and it's as spectacular as the pyramids okay but that's my point right so like, we think we figured out other things who did humans we, humans us architectural like what the collective the fuck how'd you do that and obviously it's engineering and physics and all these things put together okay so i, I mean, don't know if that ancient knowledge is still useful today or oh I see what you're saying. Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. What if it was something to do with like being able to use your brain in a different way? Would that not be useful today? The most useful thing would be overall empathy for all people. I pull it back. He moves his face forward. Well, I thought you were going to jerk me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. Let's just give a little. <laughs> well, I like this. Thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> this is my kind of studio. If, if it would increase But why empathy, was he just using his forefingers? Because that's all I got, bro. All right, man. My forefingers? Your forefingers. I've been podcasting like a big the dick, The four man. part of your fingers. A reality be known. Like the forefathers, your forefingers. Do you, is forefingers not a word? Your, your forefinger, yeah. I believe that, that, that's your forefinger. Your forefinger, your he's thumb. looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm looking at him like he's crazy. I think forefinger is a word. We don't let anything word. slip under the rug. We're going to find out right now. Index finger, forefinger, uh, useless finger, pinky finger. Okay, well, he was talking about these two. So you, which one is the useless forefinger? Useless finger. This is the forefinger. Well, I so use my it, thumb as well. So why would, what a weird way so of saying it. So that's what I meant. Why would you use your forefinger? And his forefinger. Thumb on the shaft, finger on the head. We could four just finger. use the forefinger to pull back the foreskin. Oh, oh isn't my there. God. Is that why it's called the forefinger? <laughs> we just lost every listener. I'm Hold editing all this out. Thank Hold you for listening, though, as long as you did. Can you guys rate the episode, please? We're two hours in and we have two to go. This is yeah. fucking loopy. Oh, my God. Uh, that is why it's called the forefinger. Boom. No, Learn not. something new every day. It's, it's not. Don't ever repeat that. I want to know how he got here, and I want a couple people thrown on the bus. For that reason, I give this a three. A three. Okay. Simon. Um, we're done.
Yeah, we're done, man. Okay. Come on. No, we have a lot oh, more. No, to wait. Do. Simon's like, can we just go back to Charlie Manson for a second? Yeah, can we just, we can just pull it real? Can we just pull it back second. one more second? Uh, yeah, we're done. Um, I give this episode. Is that where where we're at on me? Yeah, we're on you. Okay. I give this one a three. I think that. Um, we're just in simpatico today. It was interesting, but he was very nervous, and they should have just talked cults the whole time. Maybe it made him uncomfortable. Oh, except for when they were giving us the inside scoop on the comedy store. Okay, I'll give it. A, I'll so give it a two and a half. There was one point where uh, Joe goes, "So what do you think is going to happen?" He's like, "Whoa, capacity, service distance." It's like, no, with everything. <laughs> Because you know he's so stressed out, ingrained in the club. The yeah, store. he's there at four in the morning. What do you think is going to happen? Well, we know what's going to happen. It's already settled. We're going to have tables every sixteen feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes, "Well, you know they're going to get a vaccine. Are they going to get vaccine? Well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor." All right. I guess we're going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to take a break, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be right back. Keep your eyes open. Oh wait, we don't do that now. All right, guys, this week we're going to do things differently uh, in lieu of what's happened. We're not going to run ads. Uh, full disclosure, I don't think we had any truly paid ads lined up, so it's not like we were giving up any money. Um, but I feel like this needs to be done. We're going to do 8 minutes and 46 seconds of silence as opposed to ads. And as you're aware, you can skip through it. You can give one minute of silence, 30 seconds of silence. You can skip through all of it and pay no tribute. It's really up to you. It's a free world. At least I hope where you live is. That being said, um, it's eight minutes and 46 seconds of silence for George Floyd, a man who lost his life to senseless police violence. And that's it. I don't have much more to say. I think there's a lot of voices in the fray right now. A lot of white voices. I'm white, so I'm just going to leave you with 8 minutes and 46 seconds of silence. It's our little tribute to Mr. Floyd. Uh, may he rest in peace, and uh, may his death not be for nothing.
What's Thank you, sponsors. Hold on. You keep that thing a fist away from your mouth. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to rest it on your lips anyway? Feels good. Yeah, you, but that's it's bad for the sound. It's terrible for sound. And you have the Not most booming voice. Not to mention your mic cover. I stand corrected. You too. Just a, you're a good at that distance, but don't. The worst too is, but come on, I pull it away, and you <laughs> you just moved your face with it. I was like, what's wrong with this guy? I don't know. I need to be heard. You're heard. Trust me. Like I said, your voice is the most heard on the show. Fan fucking test. Now that you're back, especially. All right, Simon. Fort, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Fourteen eighty-two. Jordan Jonas, or as Kamar called him, Jonah Jonas. My bad. It's all good. Not the Jonas brother I thought he was going to be. Disappointed on that. He was the winner of the second season of Alone. The only person in this podcast who knows what that means is Simon. Alone is the show where you go into the woods by yourself, and whoever lasts the longest wins. And just to give you an idea, nobody else on the show killed a moose. Well, that's the key to survival. This guy was head and shoulders, like, um, yeah. The, there is a good, there were other people who lasted pretty long, and one of the guys' house uh, hut caught on fire during the Sabotage. night. No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, but what I want to know is this: He said that other seasons people have lasted like a year. I don't think so. Didn't he? No, I think they only lasted like thirty days the last Not time. Not with the winter. And I'm telling you, Maddie, like when you watch this, um, by like day twenty, they are talking to themselves. They're like you can really feel the insanity kicking food. in. Well, some of them aren't finding food, and the, the, you feel so bad for those people. They're going to bed hungry. They're like you watched the season. This guy won. I watched the season. This guy won. Yep. And you're aware that he got this moose in the show. Um, I don't like fact that you find out because he was on the podcast. No, I I wonder. Maybe I didn't watch this season. Because there was a lot that he was talking about that I was like, huh. Anyways, maybe I just didn't watch the full season. Anyways. I, I watched Anyways. The, anyways. Anyways, anyways. I watched the first season start to finish. I know that. But I also know so, about I mean, the guy's can, house sit back. burning down. I know. It just feels weird, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, just keep it a fist from your face. It's really not that difficult. You don't have to fucking cram the thing down your mouth. That's not how it's well, designed. I was talking to Kamar. Yeah. So I was looking that way. Fair this enough. whole thing is new. limited range of movement. Don't worry. I'm gonna yes, get the fused. I'm gonna get you a little. Bra. I'm gonna get you a little sandbag so we can extend that thing out further, so it's a little better for you there. A sandbag. Yeah, to put on the end of your mic like this. See this? See how it's weighted down, mm-hmm. so I can give it more arm, so it doesn't fucking flop all the time. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, what's, what's wrong? Anyways, with anyways. Hang the fan <laughs> off of it. Anyway, anyway. Jacob Tutu. Um, did you guys ever see that? You must have. Jacob Tutu and the Hood of Fang. I think I only read the book. You never saw the movie? No. Wait, I want you to really think back into your head here. Jacob Tutu, I believe he cut uh, bread thick and thin. Cut bread thick and thin. Okay, so in the movie, (laughs) (laughs) there was the, um, there were like Slimer things at the prison. No, you definitely never saw it. Okay. The movie was like etched into my brain as a child. It gave me nightmares all the time. No. I think you'd remember it if you saw it. I think so, too. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry I dropped the Anyways, anyways. Anyways. Now I'm really noticing how much I say anyways. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> um, so this guy had a pretty interesting life apart from 
the show alone. Russia. Prepare himself. Russia. He uh, hoboed his way across America. That's you guys ever hitchhike? No. I've hitchhiked once in my life. I hitchhiked from Prince George to Vancouver. Oh, a lot of people do that one, though. So that one, I mean, you're also, it's also murderers. Room, my but. uncle is a giant proponent of, my uncle's very odd. He's a giant proponent of picking up hitchhikers. And many a times I'd be in the car with him and he'd pick up a hitchhiker. That's awkward. Which is so weird. We picked up hitchhikers in Hawaii. Really? It, it was like a super sunny day. They looked like beach kids. And honestly, as soon as we pulled up, they were European. So I was like, just get in. They're like, we're just going That's down. That's how every fucking horror movie starts. No, we'd have to be in Europe. You pick up the Euros. No, no. The Euros don't go to the let, States to let me take Let me take you to the funny party. Hello, my name is Stan. Maybe we go to the discotheque tonight, yeah? I, I know of a, a great hostel. You... It sounds good coming out, doesn't it? It sounded that didn't sound bad. <laughs> Come on, I, I felt it. Yeah. What accent was that? I, it's just a European accent. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Every it, any city Europe. <laughs> I was hoping when you talked about Russia, the machine would come up somehow. Why would the machine come up? Because Bert Kreischer went to Russia's machine story. Like he was saying, he got taken in, and I thought it was going to go towards. Yeah, you'd think he'd be like my friend Bert went to Russia and had like a okay, okay, but you know, didn't. But uh, his stories were very sad about Russia. Who went back and the guy had been stabbed by some guy with glass. And yet and, those are the happy people. And those are the happy people. And even he goes back and now the woman's dead because she of exposure. Mm -hmm. I don't think we uh, ever stop and realize how hard it is in Russia. Oh, I think about it all the time. Well, especially the upper part. Like you're not Siberia. doing, yeah, the gulag, you know? It's just that's all. It's <laughs> the, the whole upper part of Russia is just all gulag. No, I, that's where they sent. That <laughs> is where they sent the people when they wanted to kill them. I'm well aware, Simon. First of all, I into play to the north. Okay. You play what, Matt? You're going to get all your information from a video game the nope. way I get it from Rome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just right now there's a very popular thing in a video game called the gulag. <laughs> Kamar. <laughs> His head is going back and forth between the two. Like a tennis match. <laughs> Sorry, Kamar. We'll, we'll get you a chair like that, and I'll just sit on the. I'll just sit here alone. We'll figure it out. I, I think um, that would that would work better. If this guy's appearance that. was good and wasn't too much COVID, uh, especially with the world seems like it falling apart. Survival being more important. That you only need ten things, but you need to get the big kill. That's fundamental. What did you think of anything that you would have brought that he didn't mention? I was thinking a dog, a survival kit. <laughs> I I don't <laughs> think that yeah. is in the rules, Kamara. That's fair, but oh, I would have brought uh, Cam Haynes, Joe Rogan, <laughs> Jocko. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And when I say dog, I don't think I'd bring Chico with me. Although he might be good to catch vermins and no, small prey. Yeah, I promise you, he absolutely wouldn't. Uh, I'd, he'd be good for companionship, though. Companionship. Might keep you sane, at least, right? It would just be a problem if it weighed you down if you were having to find food for you and him. Yeah, but, I mean, he's such a small... It's not like you're feeding a Great Dane, so, you know... It, and this guy seemed like he had no problem catching rabbit. And then eventually... The big score. No, got, he means eventually you, you got to eat the dog. <laughs> so you keep that's fattening not much him of a up meal. until yeah, no, the end. Well, that's why you keep feeding does him. Does anyone eat another competitor? <laughs> oh, now that's... It is called Alive, isn't it? Yes. Oh, just like that the movie. That would be a way better show. 
they all have to be together. Well, I bet Darren Brown's working on that right now. That's a very interesting... Um, what we've done is we've set up a scenario imagine. on the side of a mountain. I've hypnotized everyone. They're going to wake up in the fuselage of a plane. They're going to believe they've crashed there. My partner is a dead body. We're going to see if they will all eat her ass first and how long it will take. <laughs> it's not a question of where. <laughs> it's not, of, a, of it's when, not a question of who, but, but when. when yeah. yeah. And I think this guy's had the most documented interactions with the Wolverine of any human being. No, he definitely hasn't. But that is an interesting story about the Wolverine. Why you know someone who's had more interactions? More with the than two interactions? Yes. Yeah, I'd pretty solidly Gene say. Gene Gray. From what I understand, Gene the Wolverine Gray. is a very elusive animal. That was one of your worst jokes ever. Well, <laughs> can't win not, them you're all. not going to hit them all out of the park, Simon. Sometimes <laughs> you got to hit a bunch. Hugh Jackman. Um, what were you talking about, Kamar? Uh, his sightings of wolverines. Oh, like yeah, that. right. Just to bring it full circle, remember the guy Joe had on who survived all the time out in the woods? Last the, Stroud? Uh, no, the uh, Alaska, 40 below. So when you actually watch that guy's season, so he builds a humongous platform up on these posts where he keeps his meat, and... It's literally 30 feet up in the air. It's so high. And he, the Wolverine gets to it. So he has to then put these like metal, he, he gets like tin or something and wraps the poles in tin so that the Wolverine can't climb it. And it still figures out a way where it climbs up to where the metal starts and then jumps. Like these things are so smart and devious just to... Ambitious. Hardly anybody ever sees them, period let alone That's kills like, one with an axe. He they're super ups. ferocious. Mr. Jonas. Yeah, they're like the honey badger of uh, North America. Mm -hmm. The North American honey badger. And, uh, also known as the Wolverine. I had to hear this uh, sped up because I was cramped for time. Mm -hmm. And when I did hear it at normal speed, he sounds like a total stoner. Oh, I listened he, to it two times. Does he? Well, I... He sounds sort of just normal. I mean, when I you think, think about it, you kind of, to ride the rails, you'd have to smoke weed. You have to be laid back at least. I don't think that's an option. I don't think they were getting high though. Simon? I didn't notice that he had a stoner voice and I don't know. If you listen that. to that I would speed? assume that if you're riding the rails, you're up for a good time. You just talk slowly. What, um... I would assume if you're riding the rails, you're up for a good time. How did accents form? Like, why does, is that's why it is? Ah, like, why do New York there. people have a New York accent and Boston people have a Boston accent and Texas, Texas accent? I think, you get what I'm I saying. think it's the amalgamation of different people. Like, so New York was the, but think about it like this. Let's Brits, say, right? Well, I mean, New York has a lot of accents in it. Probably Italian, Dutch, Irish. Italian, Irish. Like, that's probably where it all comes. Like, if you think about it, the Brooklyn accent is probably predominantly like an Italian sounding accent. Oh, this fucking guy here, huh? This fucking guy, whoa. That sounds Italian? Yeah. Doesn't it, Kamar? Italian and Irish. 
Sure, yeah, a little mix of both. See, but that's know. a good example. No, but Kamar makes a good example. That, well, that's what we're that sounds, from. That sounds a lot like, yeah, like if an Italian person Got and Irish people were hanging out for a fucking lifetime and then they had kids and then that's kind of the accent you get out of, oh, wait, what the fuck? Eh? And then all the kids have a universal accent and that, that, that's a new accent that's become. Yeah. Are you looking it up? Like there's yeah. going to be an answer? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, the answer to this is going to be a fucking 10-page Wikipedia essay. Like, I don't... Because the th- southern accent comes from the uh, worm. Is that right? Southern drawl, drawl. Not the southern accent, though. I think they're one and the same. Okay, fair enough. No, because if you think about a southern accent, like a... Think about like a... No, think about like a... Well, that wasn't it. What was that? (laughs) Hello. What the fuck? I believe we have a failure to communicate. Okay, well, now you're getting there. There we go. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I was like, what is that? No, but think about like a a southern bell. I can't. I'm a man. I do declare... You know I what I mean? Declare. Like that's on a southern drawl. That's like a. I can't do it. I just make myself so stupid. The pig developed a taste for blood. I do declare. The pig had developed a taste for blood. And what about the West Coast accent? Is that that's not influenced by Asia? It's not influenced by Asia. Well, there's a strong Asian population out there. We could say that would maybe uh, influence the accent. There's a strong Asian population in New York. I did not get a clear answer. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I suspected that would be the case. How about those nomadic people in Russia who ride the reindeers? That's the the group he lived with. I imagine they're bare chested when they do it too. Why would you imagine that? Just because they're raw Russians. They could wear a shirt, but they just choose not to. I've seen Putin many times on a horse without a shirt. Yeah, he's usually in like Sochi where and it's they're wasted on vodka. Oh, that's true. Uh, when he was trying to put on weight for Alive, he was drinking straight olive oil. Ugh. Dude, that is so disgusting. Yeah, would uh, be nice at the toilet though. You'd be Why your up, shit's just slide out? Slide oh, right out of there. God. Be like castor oil. Yeah, he just. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he was saying that uh, he had so much meat that he could go another 30, 40 days That's just the whole with key. the moose. Yeah, yeah, it's for the big sure. Kill. I mean, did you guys ever watch um, Les Stroud's show? No. Survivor Periodically. Man. Survivor Man. No. There's one episode of Survivor. Listen, he fishes in almost every episode because really when you're trying to survive, if there's water around, it's a lot easier than hunting. Like he would always set snares. He would always do all that shit. But was usually fishing that was successful and not very often like usually on that show he would like struggle struggle for seven days berries lettuces that he finds if he was lucky he would get a fish or like a snake or a squirrel at the most so the fact that this guy kills a moose is something else you know what i mean but um there's one episode where he spends like three days fishing and not catching anything, and he's so hungry. This is Les Stroud. And it must just be like the perfect time of day or something, but he throws his line in, and he pulls in this huge fucking fish, like a salmon. And then all of a sudden, he has like 10 salmons, and he's so fucking happy, like that elation. So I imagine when this guy got his moose and just knew that he was going to be, like Kamara was saying, was going to be okay for spend his time counting his money. 70 days. Yeah, like at that point, all you got to worry about is keeping yourself busy. 
and not being killed by another competitor. Well, that too. If that was, and there were bears up there and shit. Like he said, and you see, I'm sure I watched some of this season because I think there was a woman and her camp got attacked by a bear. Like it came right fucking up. So you got to keep your food away from where you sleep. Well, that's why he have to build that. Uh, I think he's definitely smart for bringing a tarp. That'd yeah. be one of the things I'd bring for sure. Yeah, Make staying dry, staying easier. well, even yeah, staying dry makes your life so much more comfortable. And how? Well, and I think if he hadn't of been able to get a moose or meat, you would have been like, oh shit. Everything should have revolved around fishing. I needed a net. I needed a. Well, you, you know, brought a like, net, didn't he? No, he said he should have brought a net instead of the saw. Uh, he should have. The brought saw was a, the thing, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because once you have an axe, I mean, unless you're doing like some serious structure building, building a cabin, which you're not doing, yeah. Dude, I saw the raddest um, invention. You'll appreciate this, Maddie. It's a round circle mm-hmm. of metal mm-hmm. with an axe blade welded into the middle. Mm-hmm. And you just take your firewood logs, you put it on top, and then you take like a mallet and you just, yeah, yeah. and it splits the wood Splitter. for you. It's just like no chance of chopping your leg off or anything, you know? Falling what I mean? through it's with all an axe. Really contained. But you could slip and, and, and even a girl can up. do it. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to see a lady try and split wood. But it, sorry, most ladies, it's just, it takes a tremendous amount of force. Like even men, I can hardly do it. You know what I mean? Like, unless you have really good technique. The one I saw, Simon, you wrap a chain around it and then it's like an eight way axe blade. And there's some like, you do something to it and it splits it into perfect, like eight pieces of firewood. What's, how do you split it? There's some sort of torque. I don't remember. I saw some YouTube video. It looked fucking cool. I mean, keep in mind, the guy using it looked like a farmer of 60 years. Sounds so for him, like it's X Factor kind strong of strong hands. No, didn't sound X Factory. Like just farm shit. What do you think, Kamar? It sounds like it might have made an X on the wood. Well, it made like an eight way X. Maybe it was four. Who gives a shit? Then he split it in four. But that's still great firewood. An isn't octagon it? factor. Uh, okay. Well, you were really looking forward to this. I, 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 I was, and I didn't deliver in the same way I was hoping. Because to me, the guy's in the woods for 77 days, and Joe fails to ask the most important question. Yeah, did you see Bigfoot? Thank you. Obviously. Well, I thought you were going to say, did you jerk off? Well, of course he did. Of course he did. 77 out of 77 days. Multiple times a day to get through the day. Unless you got to... Probably. But yeah, I didn't even think about that. He dropped the ball. Because if you're going to see Bigfoot... That's when you're going to see him. That's when you're going to see him. I think Joe's really fallen off Bigfoot now that he's gone big time. Yeah, he has no time for Bigfoot. He's got no time for Bigfoot. That doesn't roll well with me, you know. He needs someone. We need some new evidence or something. Yes, something needs to happen. But uh, what could this have been? This episode? More inside baseball about the show? Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, I, I... I would have just, yeah, maybe it was everything I would have expected. I don't know. It's it's not the same as that guy who lives in the You got more out of that Arctic. one than this one? Well, I didn't even really, I hardly got anything out of that one. It wasn't until I watched that show that I really appreciated that episode because that guy is kind of a douche, and it came across on that show, on the episode, but 
not Joe Jonas, the 40 below guy. Mm-hmm. But when you see the reality of living the way he has to live, you're like, well, it's like Michael Jordan. You have to have a little bit of fucking well, say, ego. When you see, you do understand how hard it is. Oh, and what he does, especially those other people living up there, it's hard, but they live in a house that has a, a heater he, and this and that, and they drive comforts. snowmobiles. This guy doesn't do shit, man. He hikes through the woods to kill moose. He humps them down off the fucking mountain, like takes him four days. Like that's real shit. I don't man. think it's honest, but I just want to say as a douche, I think one of the things I would bring is a book. Just one book. Yep. Wow. Well, if you can only bring one thing, you can't bring five books. When you wouldn't you just bring an iPhone then with like fifty audiobooks? I don't think you're allowed to. I don't think you're allowed to like. Or a charger is going to run. The out. book is interesting, Kamar. You bring the biggest, fattest book you can, and you know if you have a night where you don't have firewood or it's wet, at least you can burn pages. And you have something to read. Book burning, Simon. That's what you're suggesting. Yes, that's what I'm suggesting. When it comes to survival. When it comes to survival, all rules are do, do off we, the table. Do you remember how much you won? He won fifty thousand dollars. That's not enough. I thought you were going to say like fifty bucks. <laughs> no, one million. No. I fifty thousand. I thought, I thought it either. was one million. Maybe it was five hundred thousand. No, I think it was fifty thousand. It's a Canadian television show, isn't it's it? It's not Canadian. Oh, they're just in Canada. They're in Alaska. Oh, I thought they were in Canada for some reason. Because well, he said Ontario when he was t- teaching a course, but I think Ontario, California. I don't think he meant on. I didn't think he meant nope. Ontario. Oh, Canada. I did think he meant Ontario, Canada. Oh, I didn't. No. Anyways, yeah. You can't survive those bugs. But I was thinking if Les Shroud was short on money, which we know at one point he was, he went bankrupt, I believe. Because of his I don't think they'd let him on the show. He would fucking murder this shit. Yeah, but I think the whole idea is they want, you know, normal, not Les Stroud. Average. Mm -hmm. They want at least the semblance of like, oh, this guy's just your everyday. Fair enough. Maybe Les Shroud could go undercover as, like, Lee Shrewd. He just shows up in a fake mustache. Beard. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard. No, I'm not Les Shroud. This guy's already really good with the camera. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, all his work is coming. We don't even need to edit this shit. He's really, doing it in yeah, the tent. He's really one good. One of his this. ten items is yeah. an editing board. I'd like an editing bay, if possible, please. <laughs> what Excuse I, me. It's this. Yeah, the ro- I'd like a Roadcaster Pro and an editing bay, if possible. He's running a podcast on the side. Yeah. <laughs> out of the thing. He's out there for two hundred and ninety-six days. Uh, okay, so I built a log cabin today. Uh, yeah. What else do we got? What is up with this dog today? I think he's too smoky for him. He's crying. No, he's been crying all day. What his issue? So is. he was asking. So he runs um, tours, I guess, in his off time now. And Joe was asking about vetting the people who come on the tours. And I was like, that is a, it's a horror movie on Netflix right now. Waiting to happen. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it legitimately oh. is. It's like a Canadian. They're all out there. There's a survival camp. It goes wrong. They don't know who it is. Everybody keeps getting whacked. Oh, very, uh, very Italian American of you. He seemed like a nice guy. So that's not out of the realm of possibility. The nicer the person, the more heinous the crime. Um, Simon, here's a question. If, and that's a long shot. We ever got on Joe Rogan. Would you maybe travel via train car with me? Not via rail, but like hobo ride it out there. <laughs> with the stick and the... Na- the oh, I'm so down. The handkerchief? Yeah, for sure. 
I don't think it works the same way anymore. Can you, you play a harmonica? Yeah, sure. Of course it still works this way. Of course. Um, I don't think it's as easy to ride the rails as it used mm. to be. Mm. But I could be mistaken. Blowing hobos. Do we have to blow hobos? Yes. That's how you get oh, down, man. Fuck. It's, You're going to get out. on the car. Okay, okay. There's going to be somebody okay. there. Okay. <laughs> He's just got his pants off already. He's like, yada, you know, yada, you yada. know, you know the deal. Um, the train. I don't mind the train, like taking the train so much. But I mean, maybe it's not a big deal now. It used to be a smoking issue that, to me, was like the one drawback of taking the train. You had all this freedom and yet no freedom. But now you've quit, so it's uh, inconsequential. Yeah, I know, but maybe I'll be. You know. But you know, you can. Maybe I'll have smoked two cartons like Norm Macdonald by that point. Well, you don't talk about a lot, so that helps. You, you, that's going for you. About smoking? But you know you can stop smoking for 24 hours, which is... That That was the most interesting part, Kamar, is that kind of like when I quit smoking weed for a year, I I mostly, I hated it, but I liked that I could do it. And I liked that I could do this, because I didn't even think I could do one day Abstaining without smoking power. a cigarette. So, all that to be said, I'm smoking the second I leave this studio. Congrats to you yeah, so far. Thanks, man. I mean, I'm an idiot. I when I moved to Vancouver, I stopped smoking. No cigarettes, no e-cigarette, nothing. It's too healthy out there. I was two years without. Then you came home and got around me. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I know. Welcome to the team. No accountability. Pass the buck. Nobody likes a quitter. Thanks, MJ. Are we are we done with this guy? Is that yeah? On that note. I thought it was a great podcast. Uh, interesting Russian story. Sad. But it's <laughs> <laughs> sadly he got beat the shit out of the parking lot after the podcast. Um, Interesting Russia story. Sad. The information you provided is useful in this time as the country's burned down and people are losing wits end. But and it wasn't uh, overrun with COVID talk. I mean that's always nice. That's always a key when it's not just fucking all COVID all the time. You know. Yeah, I think it should be totally banned from all conversations. It's at the end of its rope now that we have this new controversy. That's true. News cycle. Yeah. Never thought it would happen. All right. Well, uh, can you guys rate it? I give it a three and a half. Oh, come on. Hey. Chico gives it a one bark. Yeah, come here. I don't think there's anything that I was missing out of it. I did not know who the guy was, so I wasn't looking forward to the anticipation of Simon. I'm going to give it a three. I felt three, like really? there, I felt like there could have been more, and I mean, it's lucky with the no Bigfoot question that I don't give it a two. That is a problem for you. It was only like two hours, I think. Two ten or something. Yeah. Kamar, what did you give it? They couldn't go much more than three, that. Three, yeah. They pretty oh, much ran three. out of three. It's all three. Out of things to talk about. As we said, two and a half is run of the mill. Three is a bit better than that. Um, I give it a two. Chico, it's a fish tank. Yeah, he's being a real. I don't know. Something's up with him. Come here, bud. What do you rate it, Chico? What did you rate it, Matt? I just said a two. Oh. But I'm going to have to re-rate the week because uh, I just came in hot. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. Okay. It is um, something, something, Jesus Trejo. 1483, Jesus Trejo. A personal favor from Joe Rogan. It's I weird. had never heard of him before. He does that new taco show, which I... I was gonna say is like I've never I had never heard of this guy till he has this taco show, and what's a taco show? Like he has a show where he sits down with random people and eats tacos. Am I am I incorrect, Kamar? No, you Chico. are not. Chico, seriously, come here. 
Come here. Well, I've heard other people mention his name, though. He's a really nice Don't guy. Don't you have like a little uh, burger for him or something? I believe no. he used to be he a doorman. Ate, he ate two pieces of burger and I ate the rest. He's here. He's fine. He just wanted to get, get heard. Come on, man. Come here. Now, as always, I'm always critical of comedians, especially when they're in 13 years and they're putting out their first special. Okay. And it's on Showtime? It's on Showtime. So they put Brendan Schaub on. You can put anyone on. I'm sure his next special will be better, and I'm interested to watch this special because I will get it. So does this just air the once on Showtime and then, like, again, a couple of times as reruns, or how does that work? I think it'll be, on, everything's on, it'll be on demand. Yeah. Everything's on demand now, Simon. If, no, no, if, but so is it on Showtime on demand, so you have to pay for it from Showtime? That's what I'm asking, or does it have, end if up you on... Have, if you're in Canada and you have Crave, I think that's Showtime. Okay, forget us. Okay. Just for a normal person who after he does his special on Showtime, how does one then go and watch that special if they missed it airing? I think you can go online and watch Showtime, but I fear he may uh, it may go out once and then maybe they play it again. Like I wonder if that was the only thing that like has kept uh, Shab's career kind of full steam that is that it, nobody ever sees it. You know, you watch it on Crave. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be facetious here. I'm being serious. No, you're not. I'm. I'm just saying. I, I'm certain it's all just on demand. It should. I'm sure it airs that one time, and then it probably airs every once in a while. But it's, the definite answer is we do not know. Oh, well, we can just check. I mean, I'm listen, sure I can. That is the answer to everything we say, and that doesn't stop us from uh, from not checking, delivering our opinions. Sure. Um, I thought his point about Muhammad and Jesus made sense. What was that point, Kamar? Well, oh. just uh, he was like Arabs name their kid Muhammad the same way. If you're from a South American culture, a lot of them name their kid strongly Jesus. Uh, Catholic. Yeah, strongly Catholic culture. I thought that was so self-explanatory that it didn't even deserve to be asked by Joe. I think that's a thing in life, though. I I really yeah, that makes sense. You actually I've, asked yourself at some point, like in your head, whoa, why do so many... Uh, yeah, but Simon, the, maybe there's some the ignorant fucking white dude who listens to Joe Rogan and is like, oh my God, I never knew that. I don't know why he had a shitty southern accent. Jesus. I, I almost thought that before. Sorry, I have no problem what? with anyone's name. It's weird name their son Jesus. Like That's a bit pretentious or whatever. But no, it's just not, it's a common name because of uh, popular faith. It's weird though. No one names their kid God. Lots of lots of Jews name their kids Abraham. Yep. Only people name themselves God. But very few name them Moses. Hmm. Moses I token. Interesting. He was a Vancouver skateboarder. No, oh, I mean there are Moses Itkinen, yeah. Sure. Just in my um, nice plug, Kamar. Limited sphere. I haven't run into a lot of Moseses. I'd hope they'd be wise. You wouldn't want to be a jerk off. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of a cool name though, Moses. Especially if you're not a Jew. It's out there. I think we like me naming my kid Jesus. Jesus Anisman. Jesus Anisman? No, no, we're just going Jesus. Would you okay. not call him Jehovah? Why? I don't know. I just sounded like religious there. <laughs> Jehovah Anisman? It's better than Agent. And then nickname Hova. It is not better than Agent. That works out well. Uh, he talked about reincarnation. I think that's what we should teach everyone. That's what I got right here. Oh, let's get what into do you, it. Well, I was, that's my question. What do you think of reincarnation? Well, there's two reincarnations, right? There's reincarnation, like they were talking about, that you come back 
till you get it right, or there's reincarnation. Do you come back as a, a moose and then come back as a? Either way, though, in everybody's version of reincarnation, you do not know that you're being reincarnated, because if you were to know that for a fact, then how could you ever live your life in the moment? In the moment, yeah. You just uh, I think I want to be a squirrel and check. I out. mean, Hindus, for example, believe in some sort of reincarnation caste system, so they know that when they die, the same way that. Um, a Catholic believes that they're going to end up in heaven, that they're going to end up reincarnated. If they don't sin. But you don't know when you come back that you've been reincarnated. I mean, you you know because you believe, but you don't remember your... I understand you're in the camp that you'd like to know this is happening, but I think if we don't know what happens, we might as well go with reincarnation. No, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with whatever you want to say. Everybody's entitled to their... You're not uh, okay with lights off, it's over. If that's what it is, that you don't know it's happening. You so have to it's be okay with it, point. but I... If it's lights out and it's over, but I'm aware that it's lights out and it's over, I don't like that at all. Like just an eternity in an endless void. But it's not suck. eternity in an endless void because there's no consciousness anymore. So what do you... I'm saying... If the afterlife ended oh. up being conscious oblivion, well, I mean that, that just, would suck. <laughs> I can't see how that's possible. <laughs> Anything we're talking about the afterlife. Yeah, but I mean consciousness itself can't be void of everything. You know maybe, what I mean? Like maybe that's hell. Sure. If you don't know, you don't know. That's the key. The so thing. I've heard stories of people who have like um let's call it a schism where they're able to recall their past lives and to the point of accuracy of they have names and dates. And when you go and check those names and dates, those people actually existed in time. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Research is tough to do for sure. Laborious. Again, if you were going under the premise that, that that was real, that it was something that happened then that's interesting. You want someone to be able to report from the afterlife? No, I'm just saying there. it seems like there are um, glitches sometimes to, to illustrate your point. That there but let, are... me ask, let me ask you this. If we started off with X amount of species on the earth, then there would still have to be X amount of species on the earth. There couldn't be more because that wouldn't back up that that theory what do you mean sorry you're gonna have to i don't know okay. everyone is everything well if you're reincarnated okay let's say just for the sake of this argument we have an apple okay and the apple is the earth now on that apple there's just four ants okay one of the ants dies but he's reincarnated as a plant on that apple okay so we're still at four now two of the ants have a kid like my point is is the reincarnation thing like I just, You're assuming that every item on said apple has to be a reincarnation? Well, I guess what you're saying is you can still have a kid and then that kid is always reincarnated after that. Is that the point? But it just seems like... I we, just don't think there's such a strict rule structure to... Well, my point would just be... I think it makes sense. It's just a finite. So you just think there's like, let's say, 17 trillion living organisms on this earth that are just, that are just in constant there's, rotation. There's nothing to be said okay. either. It's your, it's your time to do that There's shift. nothing Fair to enough. be said either that the reincarnation isn't all humans and it has nothing to do. You never come back as a... Um, well, that's what they're talking about. You come plant, back to live a life to animal. get it right. 
two, you get it right, and then you get your seventy-two versions. Like maybe that's why. Maybe that's where like the multiple dimensions come into play, where it's they're all existing at the same time, or not even. It's just one is opened when the next one closes, and kind of stays as like a file folder of sorts, you know. But I think it's just more saying this is what we should all adopt as the thing. Ah, it's not going to happen. That we be- that we believe that the whole world just goes well. I mean, that. listen, if you really believe that, then you better be good. Well, no, no, because Kamar just said maybe back to get it right. Well, that's what I've said on on his logic. You're cu- you you get multiple chances. Yeah, to, or that's unlimited. A, that's a huge well, problem right if everybody knows that. But if if there's the possibility Is that it? you can come back as a dung beetle. You're going to be less likely to be a shit. Well, however you are, you come back as a bird if you're better. But why, so you, is, it, why is it bad for everyone to believe in the reincarnation? To to the one you just said before? It's dangerous for everyone to think that. That's what you well, said. Well, again, how? why would you, if you're not liking your life right now, mm-hmm. why would you not just A, end it, or B? But people do that. Okay, and so if you end it and we're all on the same page, you're like, oh, they're going to go do it again. Good for them. Well, no, his question, I think what he's saying... No, but then just nobody would live... You would do things you would never do because you know you're coming back to do it again. It's like Groundhog Day. I think you can go out people. there and fucking take your dick out and start slapping people in the face because nobody's going to remember tomorrow. Was that in the deleted scenes? <laughs> Sorry, it was the idea of Groundhog Day and I just made okay. up something that happened. It's like, damn, if Bill we Murray. all believe it, then uh, it's all fine. But uh, Obviously, it's just a pipe dream. I just don't even think your pipe dream holds weight. Well, no one can report, so it could be happening right now. Could be. And I wonder if I did worse in the last life. I must have. Well, Kamar, if your idea is that you're supposed to be getting better at this every time, then yes, of course you would have done worse in the past life. Just stay in the obvious. But what if you did bad in the past life? I was doing good, but I did bad, and now I ended up here. Or maybe you were in a worse position and you did good and here you are. This is the upgrade? Uh, it could be better. Well, of course, but you don't just if this get is the... the up, if this is the upgrade right now, I'm thinking like, whoa, what did I? What was I like in the you last one? You don't get the saying. ultimate upgrade in one life. You, you don't have get to these live shoes if you're a bad boy. I tell you that right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, like I've heard also stories of like... Uh, somebody dying for a second on the operating table or something and coming back and having that moment of, oh, I was about to, you know, be reincarnated or whatever the case is. Seeing the light. Right? Yeah. Seeing the light or just that recollection of having done this a hundred times before or a million times before, you know, that one little, I think I, I think actually I, the story I heard was somebody who has some recollection of their birth. I never believe those and people. And that ever. moment, he was like, oh, you know, it was this like moment was of the bodybuilder? doing it again. I don't know. I don't know C.T. Fletcher? C.T. Fletcher, yeah. Thank I don't you. think so. Good, good pull. Why does he say he can remember his birth? Well, no, he almost died. He remember C.T. Fletcher he's said he was like, woman's heart? he died yeah. like three yeah, times. Yeah, I remember. And, um, yeah, I don't really give much credo to that birth thing only because i know with me i can't even remember like before six years old you know i just don't think it's in our dna to remember that I, you but can't no, recall but again but you it, do it's, remember. A, it's a glitch maddie i'm not 
suggesting that like these people have special powers. It's sure, like maybe a, just one. Yeah, maybe one out of a million people has some weird flash of you. Know, a, you never know, moment, right? Like you, you said, know? I'll leave five percent out there for for whatever. Uh, what else we got for this guy? I mean, th- we talked about it right off the get go, but they talked a lot about um, George Floyd. Yeah. And they talked about phones and technology. They talked about animal videos. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite things. And I was going to ask, like, do you guys watch animal videos? Yeah. Nature's a beast. Yeah. When you just start on one and next thing you know, like literally an hour has passed and you've been watching like lions killing fucking zebras and shit. It's the best way to distribute to establish that there is no real wrong or right. Because it's right for the... Um, the killer, and it's wrong for the prey. And it's horrendous for us to watch. It's horrendous for us to watch, but it's natural. And do you think the other animals like, oh, God, not again? Or they're just like, yeah, that happened. People get jacked. I really wonder. I wonder if, like, a zebra looks at, like, uh, some animal who eats his own young and is like, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. How could a mother ever kill its child? I don't think they Excuse do. Excuse me. Simon's getting sick over No, no, no. <laughs> I'm all choked up. He's getting clipped. It wasn't. It wasn't. Excuse I, um, me. I have to take a moment. It was like a weird uh, burp yawn. Fuck, that was something. hilarious. Yeah, no, it wasn't. For Wrong pipe. Well, I don't know, Simon. I, I think there's proof in nature that there are some animals, like elephants seem to... Compassion. And whales, for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, that whole scene where the... Where they take Tilikum's babe not Tilikum, but they take the other... Yeah, of course. And just crying for days. Yeah, they were saying it was making uh, sonar noises that they had, like, never heard it make before. But do they judge other mm-hmm. animals? That's what I mean. Do they even have the ability to, like, put their species against another species and weigh the... I mean, I think it's just too much just fight or flight. Where they're like, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. I mean, I'd really like to believe that there's more to it. It's a shame, eh? We have so many animals, if we could just ask them. (laughs) That's a really dick move, Kamar. (laughs) There are a lot of fucking dead animals in here. This is the The reincarnation, the animals. Where they all ended up. Yeah. That was me in a past life right there. Dude, you'd be lucky if you were a fucking owl. I know. Head on a swivel. They don't have vertebrae problems, fusion problems. No, no. Just fucking moving. Just moving. But I think that's more likely. But do you guys agree? The raccoon. I know you're pointing at the albino (laughs) raccoon, Simon. I don't even have to look, okay? You Uh, fucking piece of shit. A hardworking, grinding comic is different than, uh, say, me, because I've been doing it for about 13 years, but uh, I still think... Have you been doing it for 13 years? I still think 13 years is a little green for a special. I'm sure it's not his best work. Hold on. Let me say this, Kamar. I think it's a difference. No disrespect. I think it's a different scenario if you've been like actively touring the States for six That's of those what I years. Said. It's definitely a difference with a grinded comic. Yeah. But still, it just takes forever. I'll just say this, though. I mean, I don't have the date in front of me. Maybe Simon can pull it up. But like, you know, Chappelle had some specials when he was pretty young. And he had probably, I know, I know he started when he was like 16, but... You know, he's like, the goat. I okay, you're right. He is the goat. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. I think most comedian special comes around their their opus, if you will, comes around twenty years. 
Oh, Andrew for sure. Is for Bill Burr, uh, Joe Rogan. All I'm saying is Dave Chappelle. Like all, this is his best special. All I'm saying though is there's nothing wrong with them starting with a special and it being maybe subpar. It's, listen, no, there is not. It's good to I look agree. back and build on it. You know, like I occasionally like to go back and look at my my really old Instagram to be like a look at how far the phones have come and be like a lot of stuff like look at how i was living my life and look at the quality of the photos i take now you know it's all that being said i will watch this i hope it's funny and i hope like he's a nice guy he, sometimes i don't like comics i had nothing uh, wrong with mr trejo i mean I'll, what are you doing i'll say this uh com- yeah simon turn that down Sorry. i'll say this um i've watched that i've watched a few of those episodes of his taco show and i don't find him to be like not really my cup of tea He's, I, I guess I don't remember that well. Is he trying to ham it up a lot? Is he trying to be funny? I don't know. I mean, I saw like I saw the one with him and Brendan Shaw where they go for like a, a okay. <laughs> wow. Fine, fine. I'll give him another chance. Simon, get the volume off of that. Are you watching animal videos? No, I'm, I'm showing you this guy breaking the glass. This is great for uh, the YouTube listeners. Also, it's not even what we're talking about right now, but why don't you wait for the post show? Oh, we're going to the controversy. Controversy. Just leave it there. Wait, wait for the post, Joe. He didn't even mean? pull. This is I what, love how this is what they talked about. I think we agreed time. we didn't know enough though to comment yet. My no, favorite no, this is something. Different. My favorite is that I ask him to pull something up, and then he pulls up a video that he was thinking about an hour ago. Uh, that's a compromise. He doesn't even remember what Do I asked. Do you not have a pull. cell phone on you? No. You told me to turn it off. I meant turn the ringer off. Oh, I turned the whole thing. I smashed well, it on the ground. Shouldn't He's do not that. Hitler. Oh. Should have a cell phone on you. He was talking about burning books earlier. Uh, okay. I was talking about burning books in order to survive. <laughs> not to That's fucking what Hitler said too. Well, knowledge. Oh. Edit um, that. <laughs> edit that. You guys both have iPhones. Yeah. How hard have they been pushing that new update on you? What new update? The one that reads your face with the face mask on. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet. I think I might have done it. I'm on auto update, so you are yeah. okay. Yeah. What do I care? So, what's your issue? No, no, with- no. I just decided I wasn't going to do mm. this update, or not right away, anyways. And every five minutes, a thing pops up on my phone. You are ready to do that update now, Simon? Feel good about this now, Simon? I have not done the update yet. It's sitting here ready to go. There you go, man. But it does not hassle me like it's hassling you. Hmm, I find they hassle me more about the cloud than anything. The cloud? They never bug me about the cloud. Maybe yours isn't full. Mine's always mm. full, so I get like probably two, three reminders a day where they're like, hey, uh, for five bucks a month, we can give you an extra 20 gigs of cloud do you, space. Do you buy any cloud space? No. I do. I think I should throw it away. But Do you know how much money we as a podcast have spent on storage? I have so much storage at home right now. Like terabytes? Yes. That's hot. <laughs> And we will continue um, to spend a stupid amount on that shit. Joe was pretty going pretty strong in the paint about not needing his watch to give him information. And yet the whoop strap. That's just a watch without the watch yeah. function. It's actually less functional than a watch because you need to then go and like plug it in, look at an app. You know what I mean? It's not a watch has real time information for you right there. Yeah, I guess the argument too is that if you know how the sun works, you could always just a watch is just jewelry. I agree. I've never, point. I've never in my life had a watch, and I, I wear would, a watch. I would never wear a watch. You do wear a watch, Kamar? I have, from occasion. I have a very nice watch at home. I like it. Um, I want to wear it, but it feels like uh, just feels weird. Someone could strangle you with it. 
<laughs> it's like a time handcuff, you know? Yeah. Um, did you guys happen to see Drake's $600,000 roulette watch? That actually works? Has a functional roulette wheel in it. Really? Drake's, yes, 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 yeah. yes. <laughs> but I just thought to myself, I was like, it's crazy that, like, I would never spend my money on that. I love roulette. But I just, well, $600,000 on a watch is so obscene. Let's get this podcast to $100 million and see what happens. I promise you, I'll probably just live in the woods with Floyd fucking Floyd comes Simon. in with roulette shoes. <laughs> just to talk spinning, about um, spinning. Uh, COVID for one second. Sure. I thought Joe did make a valid point when he said, you know, right about now, the like the media has been how everybody's gotten their information. And they've told us whatever. Fear mongering. Stay inside. Whatever. Right or wrong. Okay. We listened. They get on, they say, take more of this vitamin or take more of that vitamin. And you do it because you trust that they're looking out for your best well-being. They could easily get on now and do some good. You know what I mean? If they said, I don't know, sugar was making it easier for you to get coronavirus, you would have this like mass vacation from sugar. People are so uh, susceptible. Look, I'm not advice. suggesting that you lie. The sugar lie. But if you're going to lie happen. anyways. Lie for the good now is what you're saying? For a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. But the sugar lobby would never let that happen. Let's keep it. I find it very odd, though, when we say the media. Because, like, Joe's the media at this point. And then I was thinking about Tim Pool. Because you listen to Tim Pool a lot. And you guys seem to trust Tim Pool. It's mass media. But the okay, fine. Mass, the media is a weird he, thing, though. He, well, that's what I'm like. Tim Pool, for example, he gets his info from people who are in media, right? They're writers, they're journalists. For all yeah, the, they're they're not. Yes, yes. But that's does. what I'm saying is it's a weird, you know, saying the media is almost too encompassing. It's like uh, just as an example, let's take my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, they're older. Yeah, they're getting most of. Well, my dad gets a lot of news from online, but my mom exclusively from the television. Sure. So, so she, she has three She only has a couple options. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's, and that's a lot of people in the United States, and that's a lot of people in Canada, and the people you're talking about are people who are able to give themselves a choice. But hold on, I hate that. I hate this whole, like, her only option is these three networks. Like, it's not that tough for someone. My grandmother's on the internet. You know what I mean? I know your mom's thrown out a few iPads because they died or whatever. You know, it. We bury our heads in the sand acting acting like people, well-to-do people don't have access to information. They really do. There are plenty of people who don't. Yeah, there are plenty of people who don't, yeah. yes. So then the, it's just a numbers game. There's going to be lots of people who... I'm fine. My point was just like to say media, like what, even when I hear Joe say it now, I'm like, Joe, you are media. You just signed a $100 million deal with a multimedia platform. You're now media. Like, I mean, you know. And look at the stories after every Joe Rome podcast that pop up in the media. There you go. Like, there's 10 stories about Kevin Hart's accident, which are just drawn from the Joe Rogan. He's media. And yeah, even no. then, Simon, like like you said, let's say doc, let's say Dr. Rondra Patrick is totally wrong. There's nothing wrong with everyone taking a ton of vitamin D anyway. You know what I mean? We probably should be. Like, you were talking about if you're going to lie, good. That's, you know, it's almost for the better. Right. So, like, what I'm like saying here is... it would be is, different if it was hydrochloride. Exactly. And it's giving you fucking, uh, destroying your gut biome Exactly. Or so, that's my thing, is, like, I thought about that last week, and I was like, even if Dr. Rhonda Patrick is wrong, if you have the money and you should take, uh, you know, take a ton of vitamin D, do it. Well, yeah, I th yeah, I agree with you totally. I think I said that when she was on. Like, yeah, there's nothing the wrong with that. that's going to happen here is you're going to get you healthy. get a little healthier, yeah. 
Um, but I'm just, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, no, whatever. I agree with you. I just don't I know. know where that came from. Uh, I can't remember where I was going with it either. I think you, you were uh, saying what it's hard to discern what is the media now. Well, yeah, because even Simon was like, you know, the media is going to tell you to take this and to do this. And if they say stop taking sugar, but it's kind of, we do the same. Like we listen to Joe and he has a guest on that says take vitamin D and it's the same thing. We just bought into a different media is yeah, all I I'm guess, saying. I guess it's just, again, it's a numbers issue. And Joe has a huge following of 7 million or 10 million Carson or today? whatever it is. But Fox News still has whatever reach it has. You know what I mean? And I assume that it's bigger than Joe Rogan. You don't know that, though. Kamara's pulled up all sorts of numbers that say otherwise. It depends episode to episode over the average. But again, like you said, Kamar pulled up like Bill Maher's numbers and it seemed like Joe Rogan per episode on average was doing way better. Yeah. And that's on like a massive network. So sure. I guess again, you know, some people sit down and just have the news running all day. Yeah. So whoever the host is, that's not really the point. It's that they're on Fox News for the day. Listen, even if you do that, they just run the same stories over again. You're not getting that much news even if you watch news all day. Listen, I'm arguing semantics to play Diablo Avocado. I understand what you're saying. Mass media, like the main networks are shit. They're trash. They're feeding us whatever. And I get what you're saying. Why would they not just feed us some good lies right now? I understand that. Just maybe throw a couple in there. Like, yeah. let's make something good come from this, you know? Well, that's why I like the one they were pushing the other day. Weed might kill COVID. Love it. That'd be great. Imagine if the weed legalized it tomorrow, or if the states legalized it tomorrow. You tell me that that does not look like some dystopian fucking... Um, it looks like the head of Cobra. Thank you. No, no, it looks more like the Hunger Games. Something, man. There is something about this picture where I was it's like... Good. This is good for the YouTube. The mask is too cool on Biden. That is the most unsettling... They can't see that, you old man. <laughs> That's still... The most unsettling... <laughs> Don't go up. If you go up, I'll kill go you. Up. Just I'll go fucking up. put a link. You look like a, grand, a crazy grandfather. Yeah, you will look like a crazy grandfather. Like, yeah. watch, it's gonna be out of focus for the rest of the fucking thing, dude. You draw like cutting edge technology. This J R E podcast live and direct. Anyways, point is this old man. He totally looks like an evil fucking. Um, Agreed. Something like hmm. right, right out of. A can you talk into the mic right for this podcast? A, right out of a vampire movie. What fell from me here? Your jewel. It's under the table right in front of you. You're welcome. Thank it's you. a calamity. Thank you, Matt. I'm going to get this no guy's problem, side Simon. table. I got you. It's uh, a calamity. We're going to get this guy's side I need, table. I need a side table. It's true. No, we're going to get him one of those like uh, old person dinner table things. You know, that you, so you can eat in front of the TV. A, yep. a t yeah. One of those. Or breakfast in bed. Oh, perfect. Thanks. You're going to. Thanks. Come on. <laughs> that's my pickup line is that gonna be on the hobo train Core <laughs> brings us breakfast in bed i got a quick and, dick suck eggs and apples, quick bitch. dick suck uh yeah no that's pretty much the only thing i uh that's all i had for jesus uh, i did have a question though um if i think killer mike's gonna be on this week I'll oh just say that that right would now. be amazing that would be really good but you really think Joe's that like quick on the draw? Killer Mike is releasing an album June fifth, and things have just developed very quickly. No, no, but hold on, it's a double. The, Run the jewels. Their album comes out Friday or Saturday, mm -hmm. so he's pushing an album, and he's trying to get the U.S. to stop burning down. 
I have a, I have a strong feeling Killer Mike is on this week. A huge call. Uh, Epstein Doc. We'll talk about it in the post show. Cool. We'll post show. Are we done with Trejo here? Was that it? I mean, I think so. Did like they I talk said, about smells in this episode? I'm sorry. What? Not in <laughs> my notes. They talked about reincarnation, comedy. Do you know what your justice, favorite smell is? Phones. Like if you were to die, yeah, and you showed yeah. up in heaven, and they said and they were like, "What do you want this to smell like forever?" Smell. Well, I know what yours would be forever. I'm not sure you do. Bread. Oh shit, bread is a good one, Matt. I didn't even think of that. Definitely fresh bread. bread. Fresh bread. Done deal. That has to be you. Done deal. Charcoal barbecue fire. Now. Oh, that's pretty fucking good, man. Well, that's a nice. Bread. I want a combo: bread and charcoal. No, just no, no. Be in the backyard, and you go. What about so gas? Out, what about gas? Gas, at the gas is a great station. one, but that's not it would for make the rest you of sick. Yeah, yeah, for eternity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, the smell outside after rain. That's okay. It's very nondescript. What about uh, grass being mowed? Do you like that? Not like a like a barbecue. Not like a barbecue. <laughs> what about? Hear me out. The outside waft of Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's pretty good. That's Cinnabon pretty, from pretty a distance. Solid. Yeah, Cinnabon and Kentucky Fried Chicken. We, I grew up <laughs> on the same street. Right That's at the Kentucky end of my street chicken, was yeah. a Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know yeah. what's crazy? That building still smells of well, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, it's now. No, but even when it was a Rogers. really come full circle. Yeah, it has, yeah. It was meant to sell chicken. It was, yes. It was meant to sell chicken. Well, Are we done? Do you want to rate this that episode? remains to be seen, Kamar. Touche. Who's going to... If, Pop, if Popeye's still going to be strong after COVID. Okay. Nice wah, wah, wah. <laughs> okay, can we rate the episode? Are we done? Yeah, it was just a weird week that we started with the biggest comedian in the world and uh, an up-and-coming comedian. Yep. The balance is off, but uh, I like the guy. I think he might be a little green. I don't know, but we said there's a difference between the hard-working comics and me. Um, I give it a three. Hey, Matt, at Jesus Trail. Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, no, no offense to you at all, but I just don't think your 13 years are 13 LA years. I know? agree 100%. Yeah. I, and I, you know, Kamar came around though. He agreed also that like, you know, you can do, you can do a special young and have it be not great and then develop into a real, like, you know, Shab is a little bit of a different story. That was probably way too Three premature. Years. Yeah, but this guy, you know, I think even Shab agrees it was too early. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. I'm not shitting on Shab. That's to not my credit. That's not my point. Stop I'm, shitting on Shab, Matt. Okay, fine. What I'm saying is like this guy, you know, to me, 13 hard. If it, it seems like he's a hard worker, 13 hard worked years. He's obviously gotten a show, you know, small YouTube show out of it. I don't know. I, I give him a pass. I didn't love. I, I absolutely give him a pass. I, that never even crossed my I mind. I am not bad mouthing at all. As, no, as no, no, no. Of course, you would expect me to do in most cases. I mean, he didn't like. I've never seen his comedy, and he didn't come across as like overly hilarious. He seemed in this, humble, though. He seemed but humble. that's good. That means that they're not trying any bits out. You know what I he mean? He wasn't bitty. Like I there's, appreciate that. there's nothing more annoying to me than when you can tell it's bitty. In his defense, too, you know the gravitas. Yes. Of what's going on in the world, Fair kind enough. of a tough time to go yuck it up on Joe Rogan. So maybe good on him for not going on and. Mm-hmm. And hacking it up, mm-hmm. you know, and being of of Hispanic descent, I'm sure he's dealt with, you know, enough police bullshit as well. Especially L.A. is, you know, the LAPD has not been known to be the nicest of the police fairest. departments. That being said, um, I don't know. I just i I didn't jive with any of the episodes this week. That was just me. And again, I didn't hate the week. I didn't hate any of the guests. It wasn't like I had a beef with anyone. 
I, you know, nothing got a zero. I just, there wasn't an episode that I was like, oh, this is great. Well, nothing can get a zero as we did cover last week. Well, no, it can. It just, it was a, it was a crazy week for me because the one I thought I was going to hate. You loved. I loved. And the one that I thought I was going to love, I was like, meh. Yeah. Box of chocolates. Yeah. That's how it goes though. I also listened to a bit of the Justin Gaethje. It was, it was decent. I did not. What's he like to talk to? He's super, he, more interesting than you'd think. And Because to me, he just <clears throat> seems like he'd be a bro. Um, his trainer was there as well. Yeah. And his trainer was the dude that, like, during the fight was like, yo, stop. Just take 10% off of everything. That guy's and, a genius. No, and even, like, Justin Gagey in this interview was saying, he's like, honestly, I don't even know what we're doing. I just trust this guy. And he says jump. I say how high. And I go in and I do it. But he's like, I don't. I don't fucking know what I'm out here doing. He's like, this guy's the genius. So there you go. I, That's I, cool. I thought that was a, anyway. Uh, did you rate this one? Did everyone do it? I don't think any of us. I gave it, it a three. Okay. Kamar gives it a three. I give it a, you know what? Just to air bump Kamar, three. We're in this together. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Just middle of the road for me. Um, I should also up my week. Two is just, that's ridiculous. I'll move it up to uh, two and a half. Big spender. Well, whatever. It deserves an extra 0.5, so my bad. See, we use the we use the review system where we uh, we have no problem saying we're wrong. Man can change his mind. That's it. Not by a lot, but we can. Do you guys have anything to say in closing before I drop these? Uh... I'm just happy to be back. It's good to be back. Good to see you guys. We're happy to have you back. Onwards and upwards. And we'll be going exclusively with Podbean next week. <laughs> they gave us 10 bucks. And we're, a bag of chips. Bag of hockey pucks. We're splitting it three ways. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you want to uh, send us an email. and Do you have a tracking number on the football? and the? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The kickoff's coming soon. Okay. See, I wish. Notice how I haven't mentioned the kickoff. Because I don't know how long it's going to take me to edit that fucker once we do it. Like right now, editing two still shots is something that I... Yeah, I'm, yeah, but I mean, we can do it. You can take your sweet ass time and we can announce a winner. Oh, no, you can't announce a winner. You have, we have to just drop the video. Okay, well, we'll know who won. Yeah, we will, but... That'll be important. That'll be breaking news. When all right, well, the point is I ordered the kicking stand and the football this week, so... We're going to try to get out this week and kick 30-yard uh, field goals. Should we set the parameters real quick? Is that quick? all we said was 30 yards? Yes. Oh, fuck. This guy's really confident. Um, should we set the parameters out right now on the air? On the air. Oh. Uh, I, I, like, do we get three tries, 10 tries? It was 10 tries. We okay, said. 10 tries. No and is it consecutive? Before. Like, Kamar tries 10 times, then Simon tries 10 times? Or is it like... Kamar goes once, Simon goes Let's once. That's that right now. interesting. I don't know. I say you get 10 in a row. I say you get 10 in a row, too. You want to get that groove going. You want and to get we'll, that groove we'll, going. Yeah, that makes we'll sense. flip or we'll do something. We'll pull, we'll pull, we'll pull numbers for who for the order. That's interesting. That seems fair. That seems like the most uh, the most fair way to do this. I think that's well, all the Well, I mean, if you really were need. to alternate kicks, that would really give you a chance to, like, you know, know where you were at. But I think you get the 10 in a row will get you the well, feel Well, the for first it. guy who has to kick those 10, I feel, is just at a huge disadvantage. I'll go first then. It's not so much a disadvantage because the question is this. is like if So if Kamar hits one on his fifth one, or let's say his second if one. If he hits one, period. Well, fine. But, is, but at that point, is it like how many you hit? No, you 
just have to hit a 30 yarder, right? Well, no, but what about this? So once you hit the 30 yarder, even if it's on the fifth, sixth one, we move it back if you hit, five if yards you hit, every you time. Sure, that makes sense. That's the record. Okay. It's a good parameter. And all, right. all this could be changed and new parameters could be added. Yeah. Is anyone buying cleats for this? I have cleats already. So oh, you motherfucker. He's already at an advantage. I'm at a sheer advantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, your you, size too. You can get soccer cleats for like 25 bucks. I just need one. Oh, no, oh, I need a one? No, the planting foot need needs. So yeah, I need to. He's barefoot. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, the, the that's kick, right. The, the fucking. Dude, the 70s barefoot kick. Kamar. I might do that because I got the big. No, you should kick in the Jordans. No, I. Obviously. I, you can't crease those bad boys. That's not fair. I know, it would send it like an extra 20, 25 yards. All right, well, there. Uh, in closing, you guys have now heard the parameters of the uh, the field goal kick. and This sounds like them setting up Sober October. Fuck, no parameters, no plan. Well, I don't think we're as strict as Sober October, but we have to have some structure. Yeah, the people have been waiting for this. They want this. I've been waiting for six this. Six people want this. Um, to those six people, thanks for listening. Um, we do have an email. It's jreepodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us there. Tell us we're shit. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They are jreepodcast. Um, you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Bar, Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Simon on Instagram. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, but I've kind of, I've taken a break from social media a bit lately. So whatever. It's Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Uh, we have a Reddit, which I've also left. Um, it's reddit.com slash JREE podcast. I hope you're watching that thing. Come on. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, I'm just, again, I'll be back on. I'm just taking a fucking hiatus. Um, and the Patreon. If you want to support us, buy some treats for Chico. Uh, it's patreon.com slash JREE podcast. You can join for as little as a dollar a month. Um, and for that dollar, you get uh, three to four episodes of This One Age Well series where we go back, listen to old episodes of JRE, and do exactly what we do on the show, just talk shit, rate it, and blah, blah, blah. Eternal gratitude and a shout-out. There you go. You also get a shout-out for that. Um, and we're working on some tier stuff. I'm still slowly working on that. So uh, I'm trying to figure everything out. What else? That's it. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening, for what, watching. What a week. What a week. Um, if you're in the States, please stay safe. Um, I don't want to say too much more than that. Be safe. That's, I think, the most important thing at this point. Yeah, we're all supposed to be in this together, too. So uh, if you see someone down, man, help them up. Uh, that's it for me. I hope you guys have a great week, weekend. And um, keep your eyes open. 